Hello from quarantine and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Aaron Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We'll reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season three, episode 22, the anti-prom my goodness here we are i know written by maggie friedman i've already requested her i've requested her and the director Uh uh-huh already put out in the universe yeah Mm -hmm. already put Mm -hmm. out in the universe we're putting it out there everyone light a candle for me thank you (laughs) i have my marsha p johnson candle here that looks over us during our um queen marsha p uh look her up she's um a a uh trans goddess of the yeah the queer movement um directed by greg prange this episode originally aired on may 17th 2000 the description from wikipedia reads dawson joey and andy organize their own unique prom when they learn that jack has been the victim of homophobic discrimination over his choice of prom date Dawson asks Joey to be his date to the group's anti-prom, but misleads Joey into believing that the night is about their renewed friendship, hiding the fact that he wants to win her back. Pacey attends the prom with Andy on his arm, who has plans to make things happen between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy no, that. Da- I yeah. Dawson and Andy are both upset when they see the chemistry between Joey and Pacey, who share an intimate moment on the dance floor. Joey goes to visit Dawson the next day and tells him she isn't ready to make decisions. Jen breaks up with Henry after he selfishly play- makes plans for an entire summer at football camp without considering her feelings. Gail responds to Mitch's doubts about her commitment to their relationship by proposing to him. He accepts, witnessed by Dawson and Joey from the doorway. Okay. That's like the best... Um synopsis we've heard all season it's, I think it is I, I would have liked a little more jack but i'm hearing this synopsis right okay yeah, there's so, only one like inaccuracy yeah yeah i don't think andy wants to had any ulterior motives with pacey i agree with you i agree with you okay so my history is mysteries so this was a real quiet week in 2000 <laughs> so i'm gonna give you may 17th 1974 which was when the LAPD raided very close to where I am staying right now, Uh the Symbionese Liberation Army's headquarters, Mm -hmm. killing six members, including Camilla Hall. And if you don't know that they were looking for one Miss Patty Hearst, um, who was abducted just a few blocks from where my mother lived in Berkeley in the 1970s. Um, My mother also... Um, worked in the building, the same building that the FBI was in, looking for Patty Hearst um, during that time. And uh, the SLA, was it the SLA? Some, I don't know, some some group, some radical group bombed that building at some point where my mom was working. It was in the middle of the night. She's fine. But um, anyway, Berkeley was a real fucking war zone in the 1970s, if you don't already know that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. on the police. And defund the police because the LAPD are fucking trash. Okay, so number one movie is the movie Dinosaur, which broke Tarzan's record for the widest release for a Disney film. Honestly, I had to look I up. I never heard of this. <laughs> I had Wait, to look it up. Disney film? 
It's a Disney movie. I don't know. I've never seen it. I'm from it. Disney country. What? Yeah, I never you are. Heard of you are from Orange County, which is Disney country. Anyway, whatever. Dinosaur. Don't know what it is. Okay. Great. Okay. So number one song, obviously, Maria Maria. So basically, the whole top 10 list is almost the exact same as I said last week when I went through the whole thing. It's uh-huh. almost the same, except that the number 10 song is absolute banger. <laughs> Try again by Aaliyah. Oh, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that song. That's if I get too song. drunk and there's like a live band doing covers, I start screaming Aaliyah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've done that. <laughs> yeah. I've borne witness to it. I can, I can attest. <laughs> I can attest. Okay. That song is so good. That's a great song. It's a really great song. Yeah. Also, RIP Aaliyah. I mean, yeah. girl, you had God. a rough one. Seriously. Yeah. Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck R. Oh. Kelly. Yeah. Um, okay, Aaron. So we're going to open at Dawson's house. Ugh. Where- and Dawson and Joey are walking and you're like, oh, she she chose him. Hmm. How is she, how's this not choosing? Uh, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. But they're walking home. They're walking through the yard on their way mm-hmm. home from school. And Joey is complaining that one third of her semester's grade is based on how well she can recite the opening to the Canterbury Tales in Middle English. And I'd like to I say... I don't get how these grades work in Cape Side High. Okay. One of my notes about this is someone needs to do a deeply reported story about the grades at Cape Side High. Yes. <laughs> because they seem... Like 50% it seems like of just, your grade is based on the midterm. Like, what? That doesn't make children. Right. A third of your grade is based on this. Like, that... It doesn't... What skill are you, I mean, a lot of people have to do this in college, I know, but like, what skill are you doing that would have to represent a third of your grade? You're just memorizing middle English. Right. And I will say that I have, as a, as a person with an English degree, I have had to memorize the opening in middle English. Every time I watch this episode, it like runs through my head. I believe it. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I just like, what skill is that? It's not a skill. It's just something that it's now like when you're in fifth grade and you have to memorize the preamble to like the constitution, constitution or whatever. Mm. And you're like, I mean, there, there is a skill to memorization, but like, that's why you do it in fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I've never once benefited from actually knowing how to say the preamble to the Canterbury tales in middle English it's just a thing that sometimes runs through my head, particularly when I watch this episode. I mean, so. I, I, yeah. I mean, I never had to do that because that wasn't what I studied in college. <laughs> yeah. But at the at the you Huntington studied Library, art history like a smart person. <laughs> <laughs> at the Huntington Library, yeah. they have the copy of the sure. Canterbury Tales sure. that every version of the Canterbury Tales is based on. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if you like had a dream of being like a, you know, Chaucerian scholar. Yeah. Like, a I don't know what, you know, bibliophile over at the Huntington Library. Like I could see how maybe that would be helpful, but. Mm. And it's just like, do you need to know that Sutta and by the Ruta is like how you say the root? And, you know, like, I don't think that you do. It's just fucking stupid. It just takes up space in my brain. And like, find you, these people are fucking juniors. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Um, so, so Dawson and Joey sort of banter a bit about like Joey being neurotic about finals, and Dawson's like, 
Uh, and then Joey's like, well, I could like, you know, talk to you about your own neuroses. And Dawson's like, well, no, I don't need that because I'm nervous because there's an event coming up that we made a pact about when we were freshmen. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, oh, are you talking about the junior prom? Yeah. And he's like, so you remember? Yeah. And yeah. I've actually had friends say to me, if we like, if we find ourselves single and we're 40, like, should we have a kid together? And I remember this and I'm like, Oh, people still call you out on those packs. So I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, don't, no. don't, don't make those packs. No, I, I don't make packs like that. Yeah. Cause she, cause yeah, they agreed if they didn't have dates, they go together. And she's kind of like, are you asking me to the prom right now? And Dawson, and he, he's yeah. like, I mean, he leans into nostalgia, mm. which he knows is her like Achilles heel. Oh, sure. 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 And he's like, I mean, come on. It's like a rite of passage. Like this is a high school experience. Even though I don't care about other high school experiences, I suddenly care now. And I don't want to go with a total rando. And you're kind of like, that is unbelievable. Okay. Like that's my question is like, is junior prom a high school experience? Like I get going to a prom prom. at some point is like, Sure. I mean, I fucking hated high school and I wanted nothing to do with any high school experience, but I still was like, eh, I should go to my prom. Like, I feel like this is an experience that one must have. Totally. I, I completely agree. I mean, I told my brother that and I've told other people that like, I don't know, you kind of like, you don't want to regret not going. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't go like whatever, but like it's one night you might as well just do this shit, you know? Totally. Um, And I'm like that. I've already said this previously on the podcast. Like, Dawson doesn't think that he needs to have any experiences in high school. And I'm like, well, then what's the point of being there? Right. <laughs> like, come no, on. I mean, like, I, I agree like, with that. You know? <laughs> I agree with that. Even as someone who wasn't a high school, like joiner, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I agree that there are some experiences that you should have. And, and I, I did go to my prom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my senior prom, I will say. Yeah, I, actually, I went to, I went to more prom senior prom. So it was like, but I went both years. Yeah. Yeah. It I went to like more separate. proms after I had graduated high school than I did when I was actually <laughs> in high school. So then I'm like, he's like, I don't want to go with a rando. And I just like, I don't know why they act like that's even possible. Like, <laughs> I, like who's going with Dawson Leary to this prom? Like what I rando know. is going to this? I don't know. And it's like revealed that it's this weekend too. So it's yeah. like everyone already has a date, but like totally. whatever. The timeline is wild, you know? I mean, this show couldn't get a timeline right <laughs> at, at any point. Um, so, so Dawson, like Joey's kind of like, well, you know, she kind of gets out, tries to get out of this by like yeah. being like, come on, like this is we could just agree that this is like a meaningless event and not go at all. And Dawson's like, it does mean something. There are reasons like there are totally reasons proms are stupid and ridiculous. But like we made this pact because it mattered to us. And my thing is sort of like, I'm going to stop you right there. There are plenty of things that like mattered to me when I was 15 that like do not matter to me now or didn't even matter to me at 17. Like, yeah, and I, it's I like, mean, OK, when you're a freshman versus when you're a junior, you're completely different. I mean, look at these two people in front of us, you know, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like you just see him grasping at the idea of like let's go back to the where we Mm. were Mm. when we made this pack because we were friends and you know that's what let's be those people yeah because he's kind of like you know we're just two old friends having a great time like at this prom like come on it's not a big deal and like and that's like all she wants to hear she's told him that so he's like 
I know. using that as a tactic to <laughs> Absolutely. get her to say yes. Absolutely. You know, he's, that's how he's writing this script for how this prom night is going to go. Totally. And and my note to Joey is just you in danger, girl. Like <laughs> trust your instincts. Yeah, <laughs> trust your instincts. Run. You, you in danger, girl. Ugh. Listen to Whoopi Goldberg. Um, <laughs> she's like, okay, I'll do it, but I have two rules: one, no corsage, and two, no blue, ruffly tuxedo shirt. Which, like, Joey, girl, in four years, that's going to be the hit of prom. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because, like, you would have to say that to Pacey, but not Dawson. Yeah, totally. Like, a hundred percent. Dawson would never do that. Like, yeah. Whatever. He's not going to wear a roughly like anti-fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, my God. My dad told me that when he was in high school, like his best friends like went to a different high school because he went mm, to all boys school and they yeah. were like, oh, his friend was like, oh, will you go to prom with me and our other friend? And so the other date and my dad went to get tuxedos and the other date was like, yeah, let's get these ruffly ones. But he played a joke on my dad. And then he changed it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and my dad like went to the prom in, in a like, ruffle shirt. Paisley, you know, it was like the 70s, mm. Paisley, Paisley blazer and like a ruffle shirt. Amazing. I've seen photos. It's fucking incredible. Amazing. My dad was a ginger in high school too. So it's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Greg. That's amazing. Okay. You have to show me this picture sometime. Um, so, yeah. So we go back then to Joey and Dawson who are like having this, you know, they're, they're like finishing they're this conversation, yeah. but we hear, so what we hear is Mitch and Gail talking, like they're kind of like, we kind of get this like yeah. their conversation and they're about to come out the door and Joey and Dawson look over and Mitch and Gail are making, making out. out. <laughs> yeah. And we go to the what credits. a mess! Like what a fucking mess, Mitch and Gail are. They're just messy. <laughs> Shit's so funny. I mean, in the it best is way. like leaning into Joey's nostalgia for like, let's go back to the way it was when we just caught Mitch and Gail like fucking all the time, boning on the coffee table. Yeah, sure. And so, we go back to where, like, after the credits, we go back to exactly where we left off, and Joey very poorly excuses herself from. <laughs> she's like, like "There's somewhere I have to be. See ya." Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's somewhere I have to be right now. And Dawson's annoyed, rightfully. Mm. And Gail's like, hey, honey, maybe we should talk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Mitch is like, I got this. I got this. <laughs> and, and Dawson's rightfully pissed. He's just like, I don't talk about what? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Also, I got to tell you, Mitch is rocking carpenter jeans. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> god i, I mean know. this whole episode mitch and dawson are like you see how they're oh all the right then boy so, do that you. checks out that checks, checks out <laughs> mitch is in his carpenter jeans dawson's just uninterested in talking about this yeah, and he's like you know like, hey, i'm numb okay? to yeah i'm he's like i'm numb to you and you're fucking it's so bullshit. funny he's like i'm numb and like <laughs> mitch is like okay my son's <laughs> done Okay. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> like, what kind of parent is this? I know. And he's like, you know, I just like don't want to be in the middle. Like your it's, relationship. It's awesome, actually. Dawson's like, yeah. look, this whole year, like I've realized, like I don't need to be in the middle of your relationship. Like it's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for you. Yeah. And I'm like, amazing. You've <laughs> learned something on this journey. Mitch, on the other hand, doesn't take it that way. Not he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. get involved in this. You yeah. know. Yeah. He's like, what you saw, it wasn't nothing. And Dawson's like, I mean, 
have you talked to mom about this? Are you y'all getting back together? Like right. what, what is this? Well, cause I'm like, you know, Dawson's been in the middle and instead of understanding that like, this is the thing that will send Dawson to therapy at some point, <laughs> like this fact that he's been in the middle and like, you know, Dawson's like, oh, you know, it's no biggie that like you all couldn't find a fucking boundary if your life's de- lives depended on it. No, it's really sad when he tries to lay a boundary. <laughs> like, look, I don't want to hear about this. I don't give a fuck what y'all do. Yeah. Like, it's not good for me. Mitch brings him back in. Because like Dawson's kind of like asks, are you what? Are you and mom getting back together? And and Mitch is like, no, well, we haven't discussed that. And my question is then, I mean, my note is literally in all caps right here. Then what the fuck are you doing, Mitch? Yeah, no, what so what exactly do you want to talk to Dawson about? Like, hey, your mom and I just banged upstairs. Just want to let you know. <laughs> no one needs to hear that. Like, what are what do you what were you gonna tell him? Right. What are we actually talking about? And so Mitch like, is like, it doesn't matter that Gail and I haven't talked because we were married for 20 years and there are some things that I know that I don't have to ask. And I'm like, that's true i'm sure like definitely Mm -hmm. but also like this is how y'all got into this mess so possibly you should be have some fucking communication before you start telling your son well yeah that's the whole point it's like okay maybe you know like some kind of like intuitive thing about what gail is thinking but like what are you gonna what were you gonna share with your son about that like you know it's like Mm -hmm. okay so you feel comfortable enough to fuck your ex-wife good for you god bless you but like (laughs) what exactly do you want to share with your son about that like there's nothing to share yet so like rein it in mitch yeah 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 exactly and so after that we go then to andy and pacey who are studying at doug's house (laughs) it's so sweet i know they're just kind of chilling and pacey's like Andy's like, you know, Pacey, do you want me to go? Like, yeah, like, are you, is this weird? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and like, it's so sweet because you see how like they're trying to build their friendship yeah. and like Andy has unrequited feelings for him and sure. she knows that they're very much unrequited, yeah. but she is trying to be friends with him and not in a sinister way. Right. Like, in not a, in a, I want something else way. Exactly. In she, a way of like, I want to be friends with him. So I'm going to fake it till I make it (laughs) totally and and like girl like we've all been there and he so like she's kind of like well what's going on with you like you feel it feels like you want me to go and he's like no like I'm just having a hard time with how I'm feeling and he tell and she's like well okay so like what are you feeling then yeah they talk about their feelings I know and she like she says like are you thirsty are you tired are you mad are you sad and when she gets the sad Pacey's like yeah something like that and she's like well yeah you know maybe you just need to like get back out there yeah you know and he's like well out where and andy's like go to the prom like you know it's coming up and and pacey's just kind of like who the fuck would i go to the prom with like yeah and she's like well you could go with me yeah and 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 pacey's like, like really shocked by this he's like you know what you don't have a date to the prom and while, like, I love this, I just need to take a step back. Uh, like, 300 kids in this high school, and he doesn't know she has a date to the prom. No, 75 no. kids in their grade. There's more than that, Aaron. I think that we've established <laughs> that that was bullshit, whatever that, that was. That was a bold face lie. That was a, it totally was. Because Andy's like, oh, I'm sifting for, through offers, but I have yet to make a final decision. And look, this was pre-Big Ask like prom big ask shit like yeah, we didn't we do didn't that shit do that what do they call it promposal yeah we didn't this do wasn't that a stuff. thing for p 
people our age. of our age that yeah. wasn't a thing yeah yeah so like you you might know that someone like asked someone to the prom just because of like well, you whatever. would know like who especially a week before like who was going with who or who like was you going would, with who but not necessarily know. who had asked who definitely yeah because yeah. that happened and, like, like kind of privately yeah yeah um definitely yeah and so like pacey's like well do you want me to ask you to the prom and like you know like i he's yeah. he's kind of like i will i mean you know yeah we're trying to be <laughs> friends here so yeah like if that's something that you're getting at then like let's talk about it yeah and Andy's like no i just want to see you happy again and pacey then is like I like this is not like the prom is not going to be some like magical happiness elixir like in fact yeah like, I mean I just I don't think that's what I need right now like you know and yeah. like and she just is like okay yeah and it's so sweet like if that's not what you need fine good for you I, I agree I think I think it's a great it's a great scene of and in juxtaposition to Dawson and Joey and how they yes. sort of have gone about this you know, it's a great scene of like, these two people are people that really do care about each other, but like, just aren't together anymore. Well, and also, it's a way to be like, there are other ways to react to your pain and your hurt. Mm -hmm. So we go to Joey and Bessie. Oh my god. This is like my one of my top scenes of this episode. I love this. I love this scene. Because Bessie is a fucking queen in this scene. (laughs) She really is. She's She's, amazing. She says some of the best shit. Yeah. So Joey's like comes up to Bessie and she's like, Dawson asked me to prom. And I said yes. And the thing is he promised this was about us being friends. Mm. But you know, there is the implication of prom. Mm. And then also like what's Pacey gonna think? Yeah. And like, there's a part of me that's like, Joey, I want to give Joey her naivete in this because she's like, you know, Dawson said that this would re-cement our shaky friendship, but there are romantic implications to going to the prom with someone. And like, I want to give her her naivete that she's like 16 and like, I too was fucking dumb about romance at 16. I mean, I'm 36. I'm still not great at it. Um, But like the the thinking that like this one night is going to make up for the fact that these two people have not really been friends in a year and the entire year before we're in this like emotionally draining romantic situation like one night is not going to help that so you did not have to say yes to this in order to fix this problem right i mean i think that you know, even though they haven't been friends all this year, Mm. that's what she's worried about is she knows how painful that was. And so the opportunity that they could get their friendship, like start building their friendship back is why she's like consistently choosing Dawson. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I get that. I hear you. I don't think you're wrong. I definitely think you can change. So just because they haven't been friends all this year doesn't mean that is what she wants and that they can't, you know, start to build their friendship. Personally, I won't give her her naivete because she laid out what is happening here. Yeah. (laughs) There is like romantic implications that could come with prom so that there are potential strings attached to going to prom with someone. Yeah. Like Austin. My other note. And on top of that, she's going to hurt Pacey with this. So again, like she's comfortable with hurting Pacey. Right. And my, my other note was please get a clue, Joey. And then on top (laughs) of that, personally yeah i just feel like she's not asking herself the right question what does she want yep she's like i'm worried how pacey will feel mm. 
I'm worried about the romantic implications from Dawson instead of being like, what do I want? Right. Cause she says, you know, not to mention what about Pacey, you know, what's this going to do to him that I'm going to the prom with Dawson and Bessie, who is the voice of reason is like, what did you think accepting this invitation would do? What did you think was going to happen? It's like, it's yeah. You're putting, you put, you put yourself right in the middle of this. Yeah. And like, and I'm like, it's hard because I'm like wondering what point does she want to go back to? Because when she was friends with Dawson, mm-hmm. she wasn't friends with Pacey. Mm-hmm. And when she was friends with, when she decided she was friends with Pacey, she actually wasn't friends with Dawson. Right. So what point is she hoping to get back to? Yeah. Now, I wonder that a lot with Make America Great. I know that a lot of liberals leaned into the, like, what about Jim Crow? And it's like, well, let's go back to the 50s when we taxed the highest tax rocks at 99%. Well, I mean, that's my that. thing is that, like, you want to go back. Like, I think, I mean, I'm with you. I think so many ta- so much, and we're just going to go on a tangent right now. So sorry. Yeah. But, like conservative people are like oh my god the 1950s in america were so great and i think that so often what that looks like to them was like the wife was at home and there were 2.5 kids and a fucking white picket fence and a dog in the yard and my thing is like yes because we were taxing rich people at 90 percent yeah yeah and i think it's i i agree with you that it's the same thing is it's like okay like you want to go back to a specific time and place what fucking specific time and place and let's be really realistic and honest about what that specific time and place looked like i think that's so much the thing with nostalgia mm-hmm. is that it's like okay what you want to go back to an episode of the brady bunch in the 1970s when like f- unemployment fucking bottomed out and you or know when Mr. Brady, the actor, was actually gay and couldn't come out and he like was outed because he died of HIV and ended up dying of AIDS. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, let's be realistic about these situations. (sighs) Realistic. Yeah. Let's paint a full picture of this. Like, okay. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) So he just calls her out for being naive. Bessie's great. Yeah. She's like, you know come on like you're being naive and and like my thing is like yeah what are you doing joey (laughs) like you know what's happening you're weighing these stakes and so you are in a situation that you actually put yourself in absolutely and bessie says as much she's like yeah because joey's like i have to be naive and you're like what the fuck does that mean (laughs) she's like i have to be little joey potter girl Mm. down the creek Mm. like that's little night that's who i am you Mm. know and she's like, I don't have a choice. Yeah. And Bessie just snaps to her. <laughs> she's like, you always have a fucking choice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's like, and Bessie's like, look, you're looking for, for, to me to provide this like key to this problem. And like, I can't do it because this does not have a solution. This problem. Yeah. Like the problem is Joey doesn't want to hurt anyone. Right. There is no solution that ends with Joey hurting no one. And then that's what Joey says. She's like, no matter what happens, someone no matter gets what hurt. I do, someone gets hurt, including me. And I look, yeah, here's the part that I really like. She says, including me. And I'm like, great. So, Joey, you're acknowledging that, like, you're a part of this, too, that your emotions are involved in this, too, because so often I think with this triangle, particularly so far, it feels like 
some of that's been left out, right? Like, it's like, I don't want to hurt Pacey. I don't want to hurt Dawson. But I'm like, but Joey, like, what are you feeling? Yeah. Like, you have feelings for Pacey, and you're now having to deny that because Dawson's being a, like, pissy little bitch about it. And, like, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, what's your feeling about it? No, Seems exactly. like you kind of want Pacey to me. Or just, like, that's the most important question is like, what do you want? Absolutely. And it's like, it's interesting because I think we talk about Dawson's selfishness so much. And like, I think there are times and places where people's like your own selfishness is so important. Like being selfish is such an important thing. And I think right here for Joey, my thing is like, it's really important that you're selfish about this. Right. Definitely. You know, that's the most I mean, I just don't think there's anything inherently selfish about like worrying about your own feelings, but it can be selfish just depending on how that falls, you know? Sure. And, you know, um, like I just like Bessie Potter in that scene. I just love it. I think she's amazing in that scene. I completely agree. It's such an awesome scene and just like a constant reminder of like, no, you always have a choice in any choice, anything that you do. Like, I think Joey sometimes looks down on Bessie and it's really fucked up that like Bessie stayed there. She's like an unwed mother. You know, she fell in love with like a non-white person. And Joey kind of is like, oh, what choice she what choices did she have? And Mm. Bessie's like, I fucking love my life. I made all these choices. Yeah, I'm good, girl. I'm good. So we then we go to school where Andy and Jack are having lunch and Andy is talking about how much she hates the prom because she thought Pacey was going to ask her, but he she's like, he didn't. So now that I have to go alone. So we find out that she's been lying. She lied to Pacey about exactly. these other yeah. offers. Yeah. And, and Jack Jack's like, calls her out for being naive. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it's better than like, whatever. Going alone is better than going with your ex-boyfriend that you're not over yet. <laughs> and And andy fakes it she's like i'm over him i'm definitely over him yeah like you know i just want to go with him because he's like safe which is a lie yeah and then andy sorry you think so that that's a lie oh yeah i think that she i don't think that that's i she think she wants to go with him because she's in love with him still i don't think she wants to go with him because he's safe i mean i do think he is safe i think that's partially true Uh but uh no, I think she wants to go with him because she has feelings for him still. Mm. So. Right. So Jack then, or Andy then asked Jack if he got his tickets yet. And he's yeah. like, he's well. Like, you see who's selling the tickets? Uh, yeah. And he's like, you know, there's a theme that's like Oh my God. Couples. And we find out the Cape Side High School prom committee is the dumbest people of all time. Dumb. <laughs> this is a dumb theme. <laughs> what the theme is couples so you have to give your name and your couple the person the other person's name so that they can like print it on stuff they can write it on so all of the decorations will have the couple's names on it the (laughs) balloon the balloons it's a lot the napkin a lot yeah but yeah that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard (laughs) yeah i feel like mine was like my high school mascot was the knights mm-hmm. and i they so they always did like a play on the word knight yeah so it's like knights in paris knights in the under the sea knights of the yeah. whatever we definitely had one of our proms was like 
remember the night with a K, but mm. we were the Warriors. So I don't think they understood. Like, <laughs> when they were picking out of the like sure, list sure. of <laughs> prom names. Prom names. So yeah. I was like, that's stupid. I don't know why there's even a theme. I don't know either. Like, I, I honestly, like, I can't really remember my prom theme. Um, I only remember that one because I remember it being so stupid. But there, it, it has nothing to do with the prom. No. In my, in my experience, you no, know, like, no. Yeah. So Jack's like, you know, I don't want to like, I'm going to have to say that I'm bringing Ethan when I go up to buy the ticket. And like, I have to march over there and basically tell the world that I'm bringing a guy to prom. And like, I and Andy's like, well, they're going to figure out Ethan is your date, like when you show up with him. So like, whatever. And then Jack lies too. And he's like, he's not a date. We're going as friends. We're going as friends. Although I have to say, like, just to like bring it to 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 scope out a little bit, the fact that in 2000, we got this representation of like, Jack being scared to say that he was bringing a guy to prom. I mean, like, I, I know I've said this before in a different episode. My best friend in high school, who is still one of my best friends, um, who is gay, he brought two years he was a little bit younger than me so two years after i graduated at his senior prom he brought his boyfriend he i also went as kind of a buffer as Mm -hmm. a beard a little bit they i mean like i just i kind of just sat there and did nothing like they they danced and they did all the things and i was just there in case they needed me um but like so I think like around this time was like kind of the first of like people bringing a same sex date to the prom. Oh no, this was huge. Like, I mean, there was no kids out in my high school or at least like completely out mm. in this whole school. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, but we didn't have it like this. Like it didn't matter. Like y- you could bring whoever you wanted. Like, I mean, a lot of people so went like, as friends. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like, yeah. how are they? They're gonna be like, are you friends or not? So it just it that shit didn't matter. Right. But like, I remember like in the news it being like, um, you know, like oh, someone wants to bring like their boyfriend or their girlfriend, you know, same sex couple, and like it it became a problem in the school, and like then they were you know like these kind of stories yeah. about that. And like having to have like school districts kind of reckon with like discrimination and like these mm. kids are minors. So kids don't have any fucking rights, you know, but then they yeah. kind of do under Title IX and like, you know, just different yep. Um, yep. just le- legal hoops that they had to jump through. And you have to remember, yeah. like, we're looking at like 18 months post Matthew Shepard, you know. Oh, I, that's my note. That's my note in just a second. <laughs> but <laughs> because... I do like the same representation of like Jack and Andy both being in these situations where I'm like, I'm going with a friend, but I have other feelings and like these complicated Mm -hmm. experiences that you have in high school, you know, of like liking someone, but not like it being complicated. Cause Jack says that like, he's, you know, Ethan has told him that like this taking Ethan to the prom is like the next step in Jack's like, self-actualization uh-huh like okay maslow shut up (laughs) right because like my thing is like i'm so glad that jack has a gay friend definitely but like don't do this to people ethan like if jack's not ready to take you to the prom like he shouldn't have to take you to the prom like it's not it doesn't mean that he's not a good gay person 
You know but what I, I mean? I just like, don't think Jack gets to be, or sorry, Ethan gets to be the arbiter of these next steps in self-actualization. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. It's, like, it, it's hard. Like Ethan, I have complicated feelings about. I've always had that, mm. but um, he, he kind of oscillates with me. Because Andy, I agree with you totally, because then Andy says, like, what? It's not like you care what people think, you know, and and my thing is, like, there's this way in which when I'm thinking about in the year 2000, the representation that Jack was that Jack embodied, Mm -hmm. right? Like that this is like we're looking at a series regular on the the biggest teen television show Mm -hmm. and um he is saying like and he's gay and his sister's like whatever like why do you care what people think and my thing is like andy you sweet summer child (laughs) sometimes when you're gay it doesn't matter that people like like you don't care what people think there is actual violence that is like committed against gay people and like and this is you know like aaron just said 18 months before this was matthew shepherd it's not like violence was all that far away. And I mean, even right now, you know, like earlier this week, Laverne Cox was attacked in Griffith park Yeah, here, here in the city of Los Angeles, which is like not a conservative city. Um, You know what I mean? This hasn't changed. It's, 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 there's this part of me that looks at how straight people react sometimes to gay people. And I'm like, look, like what you don't understand is that gay people, that queer people like deal with, in kind of a similar way to how women deal with men where it's like if I say no to this if I tell this guy to who's whistling at me to fuck off am I then going to be murdered yeah totally do you know what I I mean mean, and like that's a really real fucking thing that's not that's not nothing that's not fake that happens I just think that that's one of the complicated things about having these conversations is like sometimes you just need to be like why do you care like why do you know and like you have to have these mantras of like you don't care about this stuff you know and like when do you like just lean into like let's have a really dark intense conversation about how the world sucks or like why don't I circle back and be like get out of that dark hole like why do you care why do you care you know and like that's this line that we always walk at women you know if you're you know like any person who's not cis white male you know and so it's complicated it's very complicated and I do think that you want to pull people out of these spins and be like why do you care like yeah no I I mean I get where Andy's coming from where she's like what do you care what what you know like it doesn't matter to the rest of the people in these high school like who gives a fuck what the rest of these people in this high school think about you bringing a guy to prom and like Jack then is like, well, did you see who's selling the prom tickets? Yeah. Because the reality is like, there are a lot of people that completely accepted Jack. Sure. So it's like, you know, this is what we always have to worry about in our journeys and in our world is like, who do we let affect who we are, Mm. you know? Mm. And do you worry about the people that are going to fucking tag your locker with the f word Mm. or do you worry about like the people that love you and accepted you you know Mm -hmm. and it's hard and those things are hard and these are what we're always you know struggling with and working with yeah yeah there's i mean there's no there's not a lot of right and wrong answers there's some but there's not a lot oh and yeah and so this you know jack knows that this woman barbara johns is selling tickets and andy's face just says like Ooh, we don't like this we don't like that mm-hmm. yeah so we know she's like extra 
Mm. So we go outside to Jen and Henry who are talking, who Jen like brings up the prom. Yeah. And it's really cute. Like Jen, Jen just has trauma and she's talking shit on the prom and like bringing up all these wild stereotypes about the prom. Like, you know, and like, and Henry's like, why are you being wild? Oh, you've never been to the prom, mm-hmm, have you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, <laughs> no. Because Jen says, wait, I want to say what, a little bit what Jen uh-huh. says. She says like this, she goes on this big rant about how how ridiculous proms are and they totally reinforce gender roles and they reward the cool kids and they punish the geeks and like the amount of pressure that this one night exerts on the common teenager to like make these memories that we think we're supposed to make is like mm-hmm. very overwhelming, which I, I really actually like that and and that's when henry says oh you've yeah never been to a prom before <laughs> yeah and he's like are you asking me to go to the prom with me and she's like yeah and he's like it's really sweet it's, like it's my favorite like this is the most i've ever liked henry i completely agree yeah because he like understands her mm-hmm. and then he like gives her what he she wants yeah. you know and yeah. she's like smitten and it's really sweet it's great i love it so, so we go back to the ticket, like the prom <laughs> ticket area where Barbara Johns, who, you know, props to the wardrobe department. I is, know it's so perfect. She is dressed like every like really Christian girl that I went to high school with. Like I was like, that is a perfect costume. It's, they nailed and it. even like her makeup is like old lady makeup. Uh-huh, like. uh-huh. Oh, it's great. And so she's like, state your name and the name she's of your like, date. The theme of this year's prom is couples. State your name and the date of your name. And Jack's like, like, me, Jack McPhee, and and Ethan Ethan Brody, Brody. and Barbara, a young Amy Coney Barrett. She is a young Amy Coney Barrett. Look at her. And my shit list. She's like, (laughs) the definition of a prom date is a boy and a girl. Says who? Fucking. I don't think there's a definition of a prom date. Barbara Johns. Fuck you. What? And like, she's like, I don't understand why you need to feel the need to cause a spectacle and ruin prom for the rest of us. And I'm just like, look, this girl is triggering as fuck. Like, God forbid there are two queer people at a prom. Even in 2000, you're like, this fucking bitch. Like, fuck you. Why would these, who ruins your prom but yourself? Like, come on, you know, like, shut up, you psycho. And she's like, I can't sell you a ticket until I talk to Mrs. Meyer, head of the prom committee. And Jen, Jack's like, what the fuck, man? And Barbara's like, what are you even going to do anyway? Like, you're going to like, what? Dance double cheek, <laughs> double cheek. Take a prom photo for grandma's photo album. And I'm like, yeah, not everyone's grandma's a bigot. Possibly. Yeah. And like, maybe that's not part of their prom, you know, expectations either. Like, Who you cares? know, and she's like, share a romantic kiss under the moonlight. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. What if that's true? Yeah, Who gives maybe. A shit? Like, I don't know. Like, are you asking all the other couples what they plan to do on prom day? Like, right. come on. <laughs> and she's have just terrible like, sex in the back of a car. <laughs> it's like, what? Fuck you. Yeah, Fuck dude. you. So, and she's like, I'm going to have to ask the advisor if it's OK. Yeah, because she's like, don't like, don't you think that it will weird out even the quote ones that are sympathetic to people like you? No. I, I <laughs> also, just, like, if they, it does, then they're not sympathetic. So I know. I don't know, Barbara, like, this I don't know who this me. is going to bother. Like they're focused on their own like memories that they're making. Like Right. And. <laughs> And Jack like walks away and I, I want to give Dawson the benefit of the doubt here that he oh did not God. hear any, any of this. 
No, because, okay, so Jack experiences some of the worst homophobia we've seen to date on the show. Yep. And who pops up over his shoulder? The fucking epitome of <laughs> cis white male privilege. Sure, sure. Hey, Jack, you okay? You all right? And Jack... <laughs> Jack is not okay. It's very clear he is not okay. Yeah. And Jack's like, uh, I'm fine. And he like storms off. And then Dawson's like, what hey, Barbara. <laughs> I was giving Dawson more of the benefit of the doubt that you were, but I, I'm with you and hear you. And like, cause I was kind of like, okay, maybe if you didn't hear any of that and just saw Jack. I mean, I definitely like, agree that like, I don't, there's a chance he didn't hear it, mm. but like Jack is visibly. I, and I agree with you. I and mean, like, Jack is visibly upset. The way that it's revealed of who Barbara Johns is, is like, she's a cunt. Like, you know, yeah, so like yeah, totally. you would like just anyone would deduce that Jack just experienced like a moment of homophobia. Like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. I, I like people think we're so mean and I'm really trying to give Dawson the benefit of the doubt. Um, he, I don't think he deserves it. Okay. So, so anyway, Dawson, Dawson then of course immediately buys a ticket for him and Joey does not care that Jack's upset. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Of, he's like, Barbara's like, this, she repeats the same yeah. thing. The theme of this year's prom is couple state your name and the name of your date. And he's like, Barbara, you know me. <laughs> You know me. <laughs> We're in gym I'm a, together. I'm a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's like, state your name. You're like, Whoa, what, a, what a fucking weirdo, You're man. Fucking clipboard. And like, they like lose their mind. Jeez. And- <laughs> That's very true to life. Give oh someone a clipboard and they do gosh. lose their minds. And he's like, Dawson Leary and Joey Potter. And she's like, Oh, happy couple back together. And you're like, were they happy? Were I, they I don't, happy? I never saw that. Okay. And of course, okay. Pacey overhears that. Yeah. And Dawson has the gall to say something like that. Yeah. And that's what Pacey overhears. Yeah. And so this whole episode is always like uh, some shit going down and like the worst person being over the shoulder. <laughs> true true that's the theme of this episode and Pacey's just like dead uh, eyes Dawson yeah. and I mean, Dawson turns around and they like link eyes mm. they're dead eyes and like I do give Dawson space here because he almost feels sorry for Pacey mm. he doesn't look at him like I won yeah he does he does that later but later. <laughs> So we go then to outside of school where Andy, Joey, Jack, and Dawson are like talking about what's happened to Jack. Yeah. And it's, and it's Andy and Joey are like ready to fight. So sweet. Like, okay. Because yeah, Jack is visibly upset. upset. And Andy's mm. like, I'm going to fucking throw down, like, take my hoops, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so is Joey. So is Joey. She, you know, da- Jack's like, okay, I'm just not going to go to the prom. Yeah. Like, so Andy's I'm- like, we're going to fucking tell on this bitch. We're going to yeah. make her issue an apology. You're going to have to get a settlement. Like yeah. there will be no NDA. Absolutely not. Yeah. And Joey's and- like, you know, this is political. Like, like this is like, she has made this political and like, yeah. we are fucking going after this bitch. And Jack's like, I mean, I, I feel for Jack because he's like, look, I just wanted to go to the fucking prom. Yeah. I like, don't like- want this to be political. 
Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Like, I don't want everything I do to be political. Like, I want what's totally normal for someone to be normal for me. And like, I totally sympathize with him because as a woman, I feel that a lot. And I also know that like, things that are normal for me now were at one point political. Yeah. And I, and, and like my, my sort of thing to Jack is just like, this world is a nightmare. And sometimes um, unfortunately the thing that you as a queer person want to do is political and that fucking sucks. Yeah. And like, I wish I, I just hate Dawson this episode. So I have Me no too. space for him sitting there in silence. He doesn't issue and he doesn't say anything. He nice. doesn't. No, no, no. Oh, I have notes about that. Say oh. anything nice. Dawson's sitting there literally for no reason. Yep. No reason. Yep. You know, just silent, and, just silent as Andy's like, you know, we got to fight. Like we got to change things. We got to fight. And Joey's like, yeah. we're going to be there with you. Like they're both like Andy and Joey are like, here we are. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do what it takes. And Jack's just kind of like, I just wanted to go to the prom, man. Like yeah. that's all. And Andy's like, well, if you're not going, I'm not going. Right. And Joey's like me fucking Same. too. Absolutely not. And, and this, this Dawson's <laughs> face is like, shit, this wasn't part of the script I wrote. Hmm. <laughs> Let me think on my toes. Yeah. He's like, this is where he perks up. He's like, oh, Joey's not going to go to the prom. Okay. Maybe I actually need to like, put, I don't know, use some of my yeah, white yeah. cisgendered heterosexual male power to my privilege. And he's like, actually, guys what if we have an alternative prom where it's not who you are, it's who or who you go with. It's who you are. What does he say? Right. Cause well, he says like, we're, we're already paying 80 bucks to like sit where they tell us to sit and eat shitty chicken and like, listen to Barbara John's favorite music. And like, I'm like, okay, points were made. That is, that sounds terrible. <laughs> and he's like, you know, this prom is going to be not about who you bring. It's going to be about who you, who are. you are. And Joey is shook at this suggestion. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. And Jack's like, I mean, what would an alternative prom be without the gays? Which point? I mean, true. Yeah. And Joey, yeah, like gives him a look. She like, looks at him like, like you did stunned. You did good. You did good. Yeah, like stunned that he would suggest that. Yeah. To be honest, like, you know. Uh, yeah, same. I mean, same, same. Um, And we go and then. How did you feel? Do you remember? It's hard to say. Cause you've it's seen hard to say. Mm-hmm. In 2000. Like, you don't think he's being an ally to Jack. I know I didn't because he was already dead to me. But <laughs> I feel like I can't remember in 2000. I mean, I remember later in college, maybe 2003, rewatching this. Like, that I felt like, yeah, that I felt like he was just trying to save his ass. Like, he was just trying to save what he wanted out of Joey. Right. In 2000, I could see myself thinking that he was trying to be an ally. Right. I could. I, I was, uh, you know, to, yeah. to to just call out my own naivete in the year 2000. Right. I mean, I was 16, so give me a break. Um, <laughs> I'm saying that, I'm saying that to time. myself. I'm saying that to myself. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so um, Dawson goes to his parents and yeah. he's got like this whole business plan about like how they're going to have the prom at uh LFF. And my thing is like, instead of like, Mitch is like, why do you want to do this? Like, tell me what's, what's going on here. And instead of being like, my good friend Jack is being discriminated against because Mm -hmm. he is gay. And like, we would, we were asking the school to be less like, like less homophobic about how they like fucking, I don't know, just function in general. (laughs) 
um dawson's like you know um he's trying to just be like well i want to do this like i think it's really important to do this like none of that is ever brought up that like right it's about yeah. it's about being inclusive you know it's and he's like i'm just trying to facilitate a big thing happening so like again always about him never about right never yeah, about something bigger like yeah. he's like like basically the thing that he says he's like i'm trying to facilitate this big thing it's happening. like he doesn't want it to be like well this is jack's night or like right it, right absolutely and also it's one of these things where it's like his he like it's very clear at this point like that he's like i just want the thing with joey to happen i kind yes, of don't I care this prom night yeah mm. this memory this mm. this trope you know and Mitch and Dale so say yes. They're yeah. sweet. Like, they're like, are we going to make him flounder anymore? Like, you know. Um, and then they're like, you know, Gail's like, it's my restaurant. I'm going to fucking be here. And Mitch Dawson's like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You think I'm going to go to my prom without my mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, and Mitch is like, and every good prom needs a chaperone, you know. Yeah. And like, it is it is like this sweet-ish moment, you know. Sure. And so Dawson skips off and. Gail's like, oh, Dawson seems stoked about yesterday. Yeah. And Mitch is like, he's numb. And they're like, great. <laughs> what? They have a wild conversation about like, you know, oh, well, Dawson's like doesn't really care what's happening. And then Mitch is kind of like tries to like push Gail to have a real conversation about like what's happening between the yeah, two like, of them. Yeah, Mitch is like, I'm, I tried to talk to Dawson and then I realized I had nothing to say to him and it was kind of pointless that I even talked to him. Right. So like what is happening between us? Because he did raise a good point. And Gail's like, why do we got to talk about everything and analyze? Right. And then she's like very she's much more concerned about the fact that there might be cayenne pepper in the marinara sauce, which like, I, you know, a, I a would valid be concern. A valid I would concern. be worried. She's sure. like, who put cayenne in this? And I was like, oh, I mean, God. God, valid, valid. Unless it's an arabiata sauce. Don't put spice. Don't put that kind of shit in there. Um, anyway, so so Mitch is like, you know, well, what are we doing here, Gail? Like, I want to know. And he tries to push her to define what their thing is. And Gail's like, kind of like, I'm happy with how things are just going. So like, these two people are not communicating, which has been their problem previously. Yes, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah. So we go then back to school where cool. Jack and Andy. And like, I am going to say this doesn't make sense that you could sell tickets for a non-school sanctioned event at school fair that's so fair i'm gonna point. say that however Jack, i love this scene i love this scene this is a great scene this is one of my top three favorite scenes yes, of the episode. episode yeah 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 jack and andy are selling alternative prom tickets next to barbara johns and her table also i want to note that jack and andy's sign contains the slogan quote subvert the dominant paradigm I love it. That is so 2000. Oh my god. Oh my god. Someone so perfect. put it on a t-shirt. I will buy it. Oh my um, god. Yes. So alternative prom tickets are selling like hotcakes. Yes. Um to people with leather jackets and dyed hair and piercings and Andy's like slightly uncomfortable with that, but like, you know, but people like, are interested. They're into it. Yeah, like you know, and and it's that's how you should be if you're uncomfortable with someone that dress is not your style. Mm. Just like I'm uncomfortable, but I'm not judging you. Yeah, you know? whatever. And, and Barbara, Barbara Johns, like, I wouldn't go to your prom if you paid me. 
I have to I have to note that she's in a shoulder pad situation that like Yeah, it's like is... a short sleeve um uh it's like a short sleeve blazer <laughs> yes, with, with shoulder, shoulder pads, pads and which like shoulder pads taupe. had gone out of it's style a good decade earlier. Oh this. My God, it's incredible. It's yeah. So awesome. yeah, and she's like just cuz the dregs of your society are going to this prom doesn't make it a success. Nobody and, matters that would be caught dead there. And nobody that Jack's, matters would be caught dead there. And Jack's like, well, we don't want your kind there. Look, and I, she's like, Erin, huh. I, I think quite constantly, actually, about the misery of whiteness mm. and like how miserable people like Barbara Johns are. And like, because they insist on putting themselves into just squeezing themselves into these fucking like. <sighs> like like labels you know mm-hmm. what i mean that they're just yeah. it's like miserable and when you look at 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 like people that are outside of the outside of whiteness like whether or not they're like black people whether or not they're queer people whatever it is it's like there is like joy that comes with that even though perhaps they are not perhaps even though they really are the people that are suffering the most under our you know system that -hmm. there's joy that comes and I feel like white people are just so goddamn miserable all the time and it just like makes me so sad I mean who's the most anti-fun on this show Dawson (laughs) touche touche um yeah I completely agree it's like "Mm, no no we want to box ourselves in and like we're going to we're going to box ourselves in. We're going to choose exclusive whiteness. Yeah. Not anything else. Like, yeah. mm, do you, like, do you have, what other skills do you have other than being born with a deficiency of melanin? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so, yeah, so Barbara Johns is like, I wouldn't go to my, your prom if you paid me. And Jack's like, great. Cause we don't want your kind there. Your kind. And she's like, what, the good Christian kind? And like, oh, I love this part so much. Jack's like, don't bring religion into this. And like this to me represents the millennial experience with religion Mm. because it's like, no, no, no. There is nothing Christ-like about being a bigot. (laughs) Mm. Because he says, I don't know if you know this. There's no white people in the Bible. None. Because he, he says, you know, what, like, what you're talking about is the kind, the religion that hates people, that to- intolerant, judgmental, hypocritical kind, the closed-minded, immature, bigoted kind. And then Andy, without uh, missing yes. a beat, just with looks bad fashion at her sense. and goes, with bad fashion sense. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Oh, my God. And, like, 100% true, too. Like, the t- most terrible fashion sense. I know. And Jack just then, like, we, on- then- we honestly don't get that many moments of Jack being a bitchy gay. Uh-huh. But this one is one of them, and yeah. I fucking like, live for it. He looks her up and down. He's, like, really bad. Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's so, so awesome. Oh my God. And then like, again, representing the millennial experience with religion, mm. Barbara's like, at least I'm not going to hell. And Dawson's like, or sorry, Jack. Jack's like, hold up. That is not your fucking threat to make. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No fucking way. Right. He's like, you know, he- you don't get to do who, what humans are fallible we don't get to make decisions about who goes to heaven or not like that is literally for god to decide if that's what you believe in you know absolutely because like jock's like 
like what the fuck who are you to even make that and and barbara's like what is the threat of eternal damnation like a you know that's not a big bad enough comeback for you and just like that's like that's not your threat to make it it isn't you can't threaten someone to to damnation or whatever like you know agreed That's, that's not for a human to make no totally and i think like go jack i'm with you yeah, and like the, to me, this this scene is so emblematic of the millennial experience with Absolutely. religion. Like, well, like what? Like why? That doesn't yeah. it's, it doesn't feel Christ like to be judging someone's lifestyle. Like I thought that we could there's forgiveness and God's a forgiving God. Like that doesn't make any sense. And like so, what we get to elevate, like, so you're saying humans elevate themselves to God and get to decide who goes to heaven or not? That actually seems heresy. Mm. Mm. Um, I mean, agree with you, a hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, so we go to Jen's then, and Graham's <laughs> like, as an old tux of she's fitting Henry for a tux, and she's like to think I was going to bury your gramps in this. <laughs> it's wild. That's it's wild. Like, he's yeah. been dead for a while. Like, yeah. I don't know why you have this. I mean, I guess maybe we're supposed to think it was like really expensive and like maybe but, that was something you held on to, but it actually doesn't make any sense. But Cause like I, my thing was like, isn't Henry rich? Couldn't he just, well, that was the other thing. Like, isn't Henry rich? Like, I don't get it. it whatever. It was like rent a tuxedo. Stuff. I mean, I get it. Like I, you know, I went to the prom and, and my prom date every time rented a tuxedo. Yeah, that, it's that's not like whatever. we were owning tuxedos back then. Yeah, but especially like, if you were a tux to prom. I mean, like I grew up well off. So people had suits. So I think my brother mm-hmm. maybe wore a suit. He already owned once, but like, you know, whatever, if you're wearing a tux, you just rent it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, my, my prom date, um rented a tux yeah both my prom dates did too and like i mean he matched it to my dress i mean because yeah was that gay. was like what so you... he was gay so but that's we matched obviously did. that was like the traditional thing of like okay what dress what color are you yeah. wearing like yeah. what do you you know like yeah. i don't know maybe that was just my experience where it was like well this is the night for the girl like what do you want me to do <laughs> you know so. totally i mean obviously. everyone still has fun like obviously but like you know. yeah totally so so grams then like it's her, her tea, tea her tea goes off she leaves and then jen's like we gotta have the prom sex talk oh my god and this is so hard because it's so hard to talk about sex when you're any age or when you're sorry, when you're in high school, like, I you mean, know, it's hard to talk about sex even now after having done it for however many years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, I see how Jen's trying to, but I hate that they just make Jen a one note about sex. Just I like, agree. In general. And so she goes to Henry and she's like, so I think we need to have the prom sex talk. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that's a talk anyone has. <laughs> But, I okay. never did, but also, like I said, my prom date was gay. <laughs> okay, and he's like, okay, mm. and she's like, I mean, the thing is, like, it's a big build-up prom, and like, then you end up just like getting drunk in the back of a buzz in the back of a limo, and like doing it for five minutes, and like that's it. And he's like, I didn't rent a limo, <laughs> and I'm like, so that means actually even more likely because. I wouldn't ask a limo driver to stop so that we can bone. <laughs> so weird. Well, if you rent a limo, there's like, it's with all your friends. Uh, yeah, totally. Yep. Um, so Jen's like, 
you know, I get it that the prom puts pressure on kids to do it. And like, you know, you just like end up doing it 15 minutes before curfew. It's like not romantic and whatever. So like, I think we should just take this off the table. Like we're not going to have sex on prom night. And, and Henry's Henry, like, okay. To his credit. Yeah. yeah he's like, he's like fine. okay. Like I'm not in like, a hurry. You know, and he's like, okay, the floor is open to talk about sex. He's like, but we're going to have sex sometime. Right. And she's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's like, look, it's not a race to me. Yeah. It's really cute, actually. Uh, honestly, this episode, as much as I like, will hate Henry or will have opinions about Henry, not hate him, but like have opinions about him later. Like, he's fine in this episode, in my opinion. Yeah, this part, it's like really cute. You're like, okay, okay like listening great. to her, they're trying to have this conversation and he's being honest, like, I do want to fuck you, but like, I'm not like in a rush to like, I'm fucking 14 or 15 or how old he is. Like, yeah. you know, he's like, I'm nervous about this shit too. And yeah. not because of you and your sexual experience, just because of me and right. my journey to my sexuality. Uh, like, because having sex for the first time is scary. Yeah. Like, it it yeah. actually has nothing to do with your experience. You know, totally. it does have to do with you, but not with your experience. You Absolutely. Know? So we go over to Pacey, who goes to Andy's house, and she's like, oh, like, Pacey, like, he he kind of seems to show up unannounced, and she's yeah. like, oh, what do I owe the honor of this visit? And he's like, oh, <laughs> like, I'm just bored. I'm bored. She's like, wow, thanks. <laughs> she's like, you always knew how to flatter a girl. <laughs> and here's the thing I like about this is that their banter is still sharp. Like, their yeah. the chemistry between them is still there, which I really enjoy. And I think that you know, like, it feels like an authentic friendship. Absolutely, too. absolutely. <laughs> like it's like I, you know, I complain about all the time. Like Dawson and Joey, you're like, you're not even friends. Like yeah. you don't have a chemistry for like lovers. You don't have a chemistry for friendship either. Like yeah. I just don't see it. I don't see it. Like, you know, Agreed. and you do see it with them, with Pacey and Andy. Yeah. And it's a very similar situation. There's an imbalance of, of, of like, yeah, but like there still is a, true reality to their friendship totally like that imbalance doesn't make their friendship um inauthentic absolutely and it's like pacey's like oh like are you going to the alternative prom and then andy says yes and then she's so excited she she's like in the best mood ever but she tells him like she admits to him that like she had bought a prom ticket for just herself yeah. And like sort of admits that like I lied to you. I didn't have. Yeah. She's like, I, I was so happy to throw that ticket in Barbara Johns' face and be like, I'm not going to your prom. And you want to know what she said to me? You want to know what that fucking bitch said to me when I bought a ticket? <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. You're going to prom alone. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you can tell Andy just like felt so good to be like, fuck, fuck you, you after Barbara Johns was such a cunt to her, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so she's sharing this like excitement with her friend Pacey, you know? Cause, and pa- But then Pacey's like, I thought you were like waiting through offers. Like what the fuck here? You know, he's, yeah. I mean, he's not mad he's like, at her, but he's just yeah, kind of like, like, what? Like, wait, what? what? You're going to the prom alone. Yeah. That's not what you told me. Like what? And she's like, well, there weren't any offers. There weren't any offers. And he's like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. And, and she's, she's like, I didn't want to pity ask. Like, and it doesn't matter because like my friends are going like now like, I get to just hang out with my friends. I'm, yeah. I'm it's totally fine. And, he, and he is like, it wouldn't be a pity ask to ask you to prom. Yeah. It's not, it, would, it can't be a pity if it's an honor. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Stop and it. then he says, Andrea McPhee, will you go to the prom with me? Yeah. I'm like, like, he stands just kill up me. All, like 
so sweet. He like How stands is he so up perfect? and like grabs her hand. He's like, oh my god, it's perfect. It's I so know. perfect. I, the the respect that Pacey has for Andy, like even as she. I mean, you know, when you think about like what she's just admitted to him and what she's just done, like to me personally, like that would be embarrassing. Like that's an embarrassing thing. And he's so respectful and so like mm-hmm. just kind to her, you know, yeah. and like that's such a. <sighs> and he just like is always asking for clarity. Hmm. like why'd you lie to me like why didn't you tell me like but not in a mean way like just the way he creates a space for her to talk about her feelings Mm -hmm. and like she reciprocates that and creates a space for him to talk about his feelings you know totally totally because so then we're supposed to get a music cue of heather nova's london rain i know of fucking course we are and Dawson comes to pick up Joey because that's the anthem of Dawson picking up Joey's yep. fucking London Rain by Heather Nova. And yeah. she looks great. And uncomfortable. She, but she looks she she looks great. You think so? I love that dress. Yeah, I think she looks great in that dress. Although the heels I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, um, but, I don't think the dress fits her that well. Um, okay. But she's not the worst Tom look we're gonna see. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Um, and they take pictures and Joey is so fucking tense. So uncomfortable. Bessie's like, oh my God, I gotta get your photo. And she's like, you're just uncomfortable because you hate photos. And Bessie's like, where's the corsage? And Dawson's like, ooh, um, we talked about no corsages, mm. but I did bring this and he is so fucking extra mm. oh my god he is he pulls out oh my god he pulls out diamond earrings he pulls out like a a you know a, a velvet box, box yeah. from his pocket and he like opens it like a like a, a wedding ring you know an engagement <laughs> ring mm-hmm. like snaps it open and she's like what the what fuck? and it's diamond earrings not stoked. she's like and he's like, oh, they're diamond earrings. And she's like, I can't take these. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is happening? And he's like, no, no, they're my mom's. They're on loan. Which, like, thank God. What if he yeah. bought her diamond earrings? Like, oh, my that God. That would be a hor- so horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it's, she puts them like on. The, they're on loan. It's like the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> and she ends up putting them on. And he and then Bessie's like, oh, I'll take another picture. And the picture Bessie takes, like, we kind of get a snapshot of it on the screen. And, like, yes. Joey is so uncomfortable so in it. uncomfortable. Ooh. Oh, my God. And she barely is smiling. It's yeah. like, ooh. And then it, like, the photo, like, fades into the mm. crowd walking into Lily's Fresh Fish. Yeah. And Mitch and Gail are, like, uncomfortable that there are kids with, like, dyed hair and piercings. And, like, they're, like, lock the cash register. And I'm, like, Mitch and Gail, listen, as a kid that had dyed hair and piercings uh, in high school, I would like to say that, like, those people were not the ones that you needed to worry about. I mean, you obviously have to worry about people like Dawson. Like, everyone knows that. Like, you know, the yeah, ones you that get away with the, it yeah. versus the ones that, like, are being judged by people like you, the ones that write laws. Like, like this is a fucking paradox. Mm. But also, like, wait, why don't you have the cash register locked already? Business okay, is totally. open. It's why is there money in there? Fucking kids. Yeah. Wait, why is there even money in the cash register? You're going to make no cash sales. <laughs> happening <laughs> agreed agreed um and so, so we go inside 
Mm. And Ethan and Jack are sitting at a table by themselves and Ethan cracks one of the best jokes. One of the best <laughs> jokes of all time. He's like, I can't believe we wore the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. Amazing. But Jack, Jack is think leg- it's funny. He's Jack's legit terrified. Like he's, he's terrified. Yeah. You yeah. And like my thing is like, like you kind of like are unsure if this was a step he was ready to make. Absolutely. And that's and that was like my point is that like Ethan kind of pushing him, I was like not super into. Like when he said, like Ethan said that this was great for his self-actualization. Like my thing is like, mm, Ethan, is that really like something for you to decide? <laughs> like Well, again, I feel like it's a similar thing to Ethan inviting um Mr. McPhee to go to dinner with them. Mm-hmm. Like I think that you should have friends be like, Yeah, this is great. You need to like make the first step of Push going you. doing this, you yeah. know. But I just don't know that Ethan knows Jack well enough you know and like their relationship has existed so much off screen that like you're kind of on the fence about that you know absolutely I think that's a great point and like Jack does agree to do it so you're kind of like like I want to give Ethan like a little bit more space but like I don't know I'm like I said I'm on the fence about Ethan anyway so totally yeah and so Ethan then reads Jack's uncomfortableness and he's like don't worry I'm not expecting you to dance with me yeah I'm like Fuck you. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, it's just like, as a friend, you would think you'd be like, are you okay? Like, (laughs) yeah, totally. You know, like. Totally. Because then Jen and Henry show up and then Dawson and Joey show up kind of like all at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, Jen and Henry come in. Jen looks fucking amazing. Amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, she does look the best. Dawson and Joey walk up. Jen uses girl code and she's like, Joey, I love those earrings. And then Dawson like smiles like ear to ear and like not understanding that that's girl code. That doesn't mean anything to Dawson. Yeah. And um, we get, wait, hang on. We get a music cue of the wild colonials doing a cover of it's not unusual. Um, And, or we're supposed to. We get Andy and Pacey walk up and everyone is horrified. Oh my God. It's very quiet. I remember this moment in 2000. (laughs) Why did they? Oh my God. She's wearing the same dress as Joey. Joey's wearing black, but she's wearing lavender. Mm. She also took a whole thing of lavender glitter and just threw it on her face. Okay, okay, I had my notes about this in a different part, but we'll we'll do it now, which is that like her it's like her entire it's her eye. It's her- <laughs> it's like it's it's over the it's it's not that she's just wearing eyeshadow, she's wearing like eyeshadow that goes under her under eye deep. too. Yeah. And then all of it for eyebrow. Yeah, like it's a lot. And and I want to say like and I She's got like um, um she has like a pearl lipstick on. It's it's opalescent kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like that kind of whitish color. Mm. And her hair is like crimped tease ish. Yeah, it's tease. I think tease is the, what we then should go. Teased, yeah. Then put um too much hairspray on, then pulled it back into a teeny tiny ponytail. Yeah, yeah. And and like I got to say, like, I I did go to the prom a couple of times around this time period. And um, there was one prom that I went to that involved a lot of glitter and the car, the Volvo, my Volvo that I drove for many years. um, 
when I sold it five years after I went to that prom, there was still glitter in that Volvo (laughs) from that prom. Yeah. And like, it's funny. I did text my dad to be like, hey, send me photos from prom because he has them all. All of our photos organized in some kind of cloud thing. And um, I know my senior prom, I wore like a a green aquamarine dress Mm. and I wore like my eyeshadow matched the dress. So this was a style. Yeah. I was going to say that it was a thing. It was a thing, but like, I didn't like explode like all over my face. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, it's bad. Okay. Here's what I want to say. Mm. I'll leave it at this. They paid a professional to do this. (laughs) I mean, point point and why 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 (laughs) why they gotta treat andy so bad andy is such a great character why are we doing this to her she's so awesome this episode she is and so 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 dawson asked joey to dance like pacey and andy show up and then jocelyn's like let's go dance and then andy and pacey sit down like in dawson and joey yeah and joey and andy uses girl code and she's like jen your dress is fabulous yeah yeah and then as she's like saying that she's chatting with everyone she's like all bubbly like sits and turns and just like stares at joey at joey and they make eye contact with each other and they look the two of them look so sad yeah it's just sad so we we go to a commercial and we come back to see like everyone dancing so jen and so so like pacey and and andy are dancing dawson and and joey are dancing and then we go to jen and henry who are like Mm -hmm really awkward with each yeah, other super uncomfortable yeah and, he, and he's like, like i'm not thinking about sex i promise no 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 not thinking about sex not thinking Definitely about not sex. thinking about that jen's like even though i'm 15 and like it's low level in my brain it almost all but times. like yeah totally jen's like i mean you're allowed to think about sex like it's okay yeah. <laughs> and he's like no but i wasn't but i wasn't and she's like it's okay yeah she's like you can think about it even if we're not gonna do it tonight and, and so then we cut over from there to Jack and Ethan. Mm. And Ethan's like, he's trying to be a good friend, I think. I do and- too. And I want to give him like the space that I do think he's trying to be because I kind of think that it sucks. Okay, so yeah. go. Go ahead. And he's like, I'm so proud that you had the courage to bring me. Like, yeah. Brad and I never did anything like this. And Jack's like, I just don't want to hear about your ex-boyfriend. Like, I'm fucking over this. You well, know? he says, like, I don't want to hear about the, like, when I was a young gay boy story. And, like, I, like, I feel this in such a, like, deep way where Jack's like, I don't need to hear your, like, you know, I'm so much further along in this process than you are kind of thing. And I feel like that's such a y- younger queer thing to deal with. Um, yeah. And, and, like, you know. I completely agree. And I, but I also think this is like part of even a journey Jen has to do of like, how do you bring your past experience into a new relationship? Absolutely. I think that's totally true. Cause Ethan's like, you know, we never did anything like this together. And for all my bravado, I've never asked a guy for to anything like this. And Jack, then <laughs> I kind of think rightly is like, I think so too. I what? remember in 2000 being like, fuck you. Fuck you, Ethan. Because yeah. what Jack's, Jack's totally right what he says. He's like, so what? I have to take all these fucking risks for like your friendship just to be like a self-actualized queer kid. Like I am a queer kid. <laughs> well, and he's like, like okay. 
and he's like ethan says like i thought it was a hurdle we could jump over together and uh, and jack i mean quite rightly is like yeah. at my prom I, where i know everyone school, we're like i have to reap the repercussions of this yeah like we're not at a prom we're at a we're at a my fam- prom yeah yeah we're at a prom that my sketchy white dude friend threw for me because like i wasn't actually allowed to go to my prom right and Ethan's then like, well, what? Like, you win the courage department, Jack. And, like, Jack's like, no, it's not courage if I was, like, tricked into it. Yeah, if I wasn't ready. Yeah. And so he, Jack then leaves. And, like, I think I actually, I totally am on Jack's team here. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is, like, totally true. And I think that, like, in the queer, within the queer community, I think that, like, so often, like, people just want other people to be out. And like, and, and I get that. I, I a hundred percent wholeheartedly get it. But like also that there's like this pressure sometimes and it's easy to forget the scary parts. Well, also there's so many circumstances that are unique to each person. Totally. That too. So we go back then to Henry and Jen who are in line to get pictures. And Jen's like, like, we could talk about something else, but sex, like there's definitely other things we could talk about. Yeah. Why don't we talk about summer? Like, I mean, summer's going to be great. Yeah. I thought uh, we, we could, could, like, do some day trips to Nantucket and, like, see some concerts in Boston. And Henry then interrupts and is like, yeah, of course. When I get when- back from football camp. <laughs> Jen's like, what ball camp? <laughs> She's like, wait, what? <laughs> and Henry's Henry, like, why are you doing this? I know. Henry's like, yeah, uh, like a football camp in Cleveland for eight weeks. Like I leave at the end of June. And Jen, of course, is pissed. Fuck like, you. Pissed. He's like, you ruined the night. We're definitely not going to have sex tonight, which is like, I don't like how she uses sex transactively yeah and i don't think she has like her own personal health i obviously she doesn't have her own healthy relationship with her sexuality yet and so she and that's why she has these weird back and forth with henry like you know they have this really weird dynamic between them because she she doesn't know how to talk about it and like no one knows really when they're 16 or 17 but like she thinks she does because she has the experience of having sex but it's like then you don't have the experience of talking about it well because like i get why jen's pissed right like he drops this fucking bomb on her in the middle of the prom he's so fucked up right and like it's like totally, presumably like, in a month he's leaving for eight weeks <laughs> totally and like and and but I, I agree with you where i'm like the thing to throw back at him is not the sex part of it like, absolutely like, oh, now we're n- really not going to have sex, particularly because you just told him you weren't going to have sex. So, like, w- if we're if we're, you know, tr- sort of having our consent conversation, like, she's already not consented to sex. Yeah. Like, so. and it just is like you don't have to use that as a weapon or transactively. Like, you know, totally, like, totally. So it's like you can be mad and still fuck him if you want, but you could be mad and just be like, I'm fucking mad at you. Yeah. Not like I'm feeling a feeling and I'm definitely not going to have sex with you. <laughs> definitely like, not going to fuck you now. Okay. Cause, and, and like, cause, cause, um, Jen says that like the reason why she said that they weren't going to have sex is to alleviate the pressure 
just in case they wanted to have sex later like it would feel spontaneous yeah and i'm like there's a part of me that's like yeah okay i get it i've been 16 and i like follow that logic to some extent and then like there's another part of me it's like fuck off jen like this is fucking stupid well just say what you really feel jen yeah. like i mean i think i think that's true she's like i just said that so that there was no pressure on me or you or right, like right i just felt comfortable if we addressed it in advance but like also I'm fucking pissed at you. Like I'm (laughs) like, I'm mad at you. Like I'm allowed to be mad and have like that, have nothing to do with sex. Like, (laughs) absolutely. Okay. So we go to the dance floor then where Pacey and Andy and are dancing and Joey and Dawson are dancing and Joey is (laughs) really not happy. Joey's like, can I ask a brazen, but obvious question? Yeah. Why did you bring me here? Come on, Joey. But I love, (laughs) I I love that she she calls him out yeah she's like you know what you just wanted to throw jabs at pacey and like and he's like i'm not throwing jabs at him and she's like i get the fucking subtext of these looks you're just screaming she's mine ha 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 yeah like you might as well be on a microphone like yelling that at him you know like yelling i win at him and dawson's like no that's not what i'm thinking what i'm thinking is what right did he have to show up at my mother's restaurant at a prom i organized what is he trying to accomplish and joey's like like, interestingly i do think dawson is telling the truth that he is not thinking she's mine like ha she's mine because he always thinks that yeah. So that isn't the job he's throwing at Pacey. Yeah. I think this is Joey realizing that that is what Dawson always thinks. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's the, that's Dawson's like neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause Joey's like, you know, why, like you can't exclude him from this. Like, yeah. Given the circumstances of how this event came to be, like, yeah. I can't believe you're saying this. And Joey and, and like, Dawson's like, I haven't said a word to him. And Joey's like, well, that hasn't stopped you from like parading me around like I'm some fucking prize all night. And then Joey starts to have a panic attack. Well, Dawson gets gaslighty while Joey starts to have this panic attack. Because Dawson's like, you know, I'm not parading you around. I'm like, you're my date. I'm dancing with you. And it's not my fault if Pacey keeps staring at us. And I'm like, you're kind of parading her around, bro. Well, even if he's not, and that's maybe what he thinks, it is his fault that Pacey's staring. Right. Because Dawson issued an ultimatum to Joey. So it is his fault that they're in this situation. Totally. Totally. But Joey and, then says. Yeah, Dawson's like, don't blame me. This isn't my fault. And yeah, Joey starts having a panic attack. And yeah. he's like, you're right. You're right. This isn't my fault. It's no one's fault. We can't stop this. Nothing can stop this. I don't know why this is even happening. No one even cares. Like, even if anything's happening, that like, why is this happening to me? Well, she's like, yeah, who cares what it's doing to me, right? Like, like kind of, I feel like she kind of throws it at Dawson. Like, you don't even give a fuck what this is doing to me. What you parading me around like this is doing to me. And Dawson's like, he try. he's like okay like joe okay okay let's yeah, start so over he's like he's like wait 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 wait. you're having a panic attack <laughs> okay what is the mantra i always tell you when you're having a panic attack about my behavior it's just us it's just dawson and joey <laughs> dawson and joey at the prom having a good time We're just having a good time dawson and joey <laughs> dawson and joey like and, and she- 
to this her credit, mantra no longer works. Right, because to her credit, she goes, "No, I just I need a breather. Like I gotta go. You get the fuck out of here." <laughs> yeah. And like, there's a part of me that's like, on the one hand, like, what Joey? What did you think would happen if you came to this prom? Like, clearly, this is what would happen. And then on the other hand, I'm like, good for standing up for yourself and removing yourself from this situation. Like, I feel like that is actually major character growth. I completely agree. I mean, I think that she wanted to believe this. She wanted to believe the character she's written of Dawson. Yeah, totally. And she's realizing the character that she's written isn't the truth. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So so she goes outside. Joey does. And then like Jack is outside. Yeah, we see Jack out there. And honestly, this is another of my favorite scenes of this episode. I mean, obviously, I'm sure you all can guess what my actual favorite scene is, but this is in the top three. <laughs> um I, I and joey is like care yeah, to make she run comes for up, it. yeah <laughs> care to make a run for it it's so cute and jack's like uh yeah, yeah out here. <laughs> she's like who are you hiding from yeah and and, and he's like barbara johns <laughs> joey's like she's here <laughs> shit's so funny i know and jack's like no but like in a way she is and and yeah. you know he's like you know look she was kind of right like i don't belong here i'm not gonna dance with ethan i'm not gonna take my picture with him and like any good time we were going to have i just like ruined it by the way i treated him oh and joey being a great friend i mean this is why i fight for joey so often because i think she has it in her yeah um is like she's like you really like him don't you yeah and she's just like i remember a conversation under these same stars where all you could see was the pain and loneliness that makes your life different yeah so i think she's referring to 216 yeah no 215 215 I thought the okay. 216 where they go outside after Jack makes out with Abby. And oh, like is that have, when it is? Okay. Yeah. Right when they break up. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Jack's like, you know, as opposed to now when all I can see is the pain and loneliness that makes our lives the same. Ugh. It's Ugh. so true because it's like, that's what we're always saying is that like, on the one hand, his experience is different, but on the other hand, it isn't. <laughs> right. I mean, it's both. It's like, it's I like, get it. It's fucked up because the experience is actually the same. Like, you're being a teenager fucking sucks, like, <laughs> yeah, no matter what. Totally does. But our twisted society, like, categorizes them and makes it different, you know? Yeah, and, like, the fact of the matter is, is that, like, Jack really likes someone, and the fact that they're both, you know, that they're of the same gender makes it a lot harder and that really fucking sucks Mm -hmm. um and you know jack has to sort of overcome his own internalized homophobia about it yeah and about ethan um and 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 i want to just say like it's totally possible to be someone who's out and is fine with being gay and still have internalized homophobia like that shit oh yeah that shit doesn't that shit is hard to get rid of um and so jack looking at joey and being like hey we're really similar like we're both having this fucking problem where we really like someone and we're like in this kind of binding situation yeah (laughs) he says to her he's like i know what it's like to hide from the life you want Mm. and joey joey says this thing again yet again that she just wants everything to go back to the way it was like all of them friends and her not caught in the middle yeah, and I'm like, that's what I mean it when I said that before is like, 
what point does she want to go back to? Because when her and Dawson were just friends, like, I mean, Jack and Andy didn't exist, but like she wasn't friends with Pacey. Mm -hmm. And then the moment when she decides she's friends with Pacey, like her and Dawson weren't on the level. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack's like, if you want that, choose. (laughs) Well, he's like, if you want that, you have to set the example. Like Dawson and Pacey aren't going to do it. Yeah. Basically like, why are you waiting for these two dudes to decide your fate? You yeah. have to choose. Yeah. That's the example of the life you want. Like, it's like, that's what Andy's doing by being like, okay, Friendly I'm telling everyone I'm friends with Pacey, even though like I have feelings for him, but like yeah. the life I want is the life where I'm friends with him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and Joey's like, okay, like I'll do it, but how about we have, hide out here for a while first and they kind of turn and look at the water and grab each other's hands they hold hands it's my favorite oh my god my heart like uh, oh my these god these two it's just like and, and we know what hand holding means to dawson's creek it's a big deal but also here's the thing is that like and they hold hands in that scene that same scene when they have that conversation yeah because joey and and jack like i i honestly wish we got more of them you know even up till this point like just their friendship because I think like that's such a they are able to be so honest with each other and they are able to be so there for each other and so present with each other and I think that that's such like a I don't know maybe it's my old age talking that like you realize that how how kind of rare that is that you have someone that will really be present with you yeah you know no, and I think that's why it's so hard to watch Joey and Dawson like and be sold on the friendship that they have because you're yeah. like, I just like I see her being such a better friend with like everyone else. Everyone else. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's totally. really hard. Totally. So we go to Mitch and Gail. <laughs> and Gail's like, Are we gonna bone later? Yeah, Gail's like packed an overnight bag. Just saying. And he wants to talk about what's happening. Mm-hmm. And he's and like, he's I will not be like, your fuck buddy. Yeah, he's like, like, what's going on here? We're just like, we're just fuck buddies? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And she's like, well, what do you want it to be? Mm-hmm. And he's and like. And then he proves he's Dawson's dad. <laughs> and he gets, he gets angry with this line. He's yeah. like, I can't give you all the answers, you know? Yeah. And like, I, you know, I've said it throughout but that's why it's hard because i just think james vanderbeek leans into anger yeah with when it's so much more complicated than that and like that's why like personally for me i don't like him because like i don't like people that lean into anger yeah i get it i i think it's the easiest thing to do but i just think that you're like i'm not gonna lie i think you're a better person if you don't take the easy route yeah and Mitch is like, you know, I don't want to like what I want is for you to define this. Like, what do you want this to be, Gail? Yeah. And like, there's a part of me that's like, this is fair, right? That's a fair question to ask of like, no, don't I think make these me... things are to- you're like, what's happening here? Like, yeah. you're my ex-wife. Like, it doesn't we're not we can't just be fuck buddies. Like we have like a huge history. We have a son together. Totally. We can't get in some sketchy ass drama. Like, I'm not trying to do that. Like. <laughs> what's happening here you know <laughs> totally, totally and like i get gail being uneasy and being like well what do you want this to be well you and know? i get her kind of being like like when we put labels on it then there are expectations and we have not 
historically speaking, been good with expectations. Right. And, and she so, doesn't even know what's on the table. Like, right. totally. what is, you know, like, we're, we have too much history to just be like boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, yeah, totally. Totally. Like, you want to like get, you know, like she doesn't know. Right. It's, it's like, if they're going to leap into this, it's a pretty big leap they have to take. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you so know, we, but yeah, he yells and I'm just like, Mitchell. I know. I know. So then we see Joey go oh, up shit. to Pacey. Oh my God. You ready? You ready for this, Hensley? <laughs> oh my God. And she's like, Pacey, there's been something I've been meaning to ask you all night. And he's stunned. Yeah. He looks at her like, oh my God, because they really haven't spoken this whole episode. No. And he, and she's like, would you like to dance with me? And, and he so excitedly <sighs> says yes. And well, he like and jumps in. Sorry, we get the opening of Sarah Sleen's oh my, my Invitation, which like hits me directly in the heart. Every time you hear it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is the most dramatic song ever, too. It's, yeah. It's so awesome. It's amazing. So he says yes excitedly. He gets up and he sighs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the t- the chemistry between these two. I mean, it's just like it is. It is so you can feel it. Like, oh my god! <laughs> like these two are like magnetically like you know yes. attracted to one another. And Pacey, so they go to the dance floor, mm-hmm. and he like grabs her and like whispers in her ear. Yeah. How come this feels so right? How come this feels so right? And, <laughs> and she looks she up to is him. So strong, I cannot believe. <laughs> That she doesn't just make out with him right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Aaron she's would like, be. <laughs> and yeah. She's like, she's like, I think it was those dance lessons. Must have been those dance lessons. Yeah. And you're like, damn, there's that Potter wit, that banter, Woo, you know? Here it is. Can't believe uh, she pulled that out. And you then know? we go to a full shot of Andy's face, which is, this is where I had my notes about the makeup, but we've already talked about it. So we can move on. Um, and like, Andy sees Pacey and Joey and is like wide eyed about it because like, cause we go back to Pacey and Joey before she hadn't seen them together before. Like she, she just saw the aftermath of Joey crying on Dawson's lawn. So Mm. she hasn't really seen their connection. She just knows that they kiss. So like, she doesn't know like how, like what it really what was. their chemistry really looks like yeah yeah because and we... like also she if you were andy you would think that joey didn't like pacey right because she andy's like i if pacey wanted me back i would take him right away like so like it's hard to imagine why joey would like choose dawson you know? yeah 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 and joey did choose dawson joey don't get it twisted <laughs> and and so um, we go back to ear. Pacey and Joey, and he yeah. like brushes her hair behind her ear, oh, which is just like the meltiest my move. God. Like, listen, yeah, that he, melts like, everyone. He, oh my god, he like yeah, he tucks her hair behind her ear, and then uses his finger to pull up her earring, and he's like, "Where did you get these? They're not you." Mm-hmm. And she can't even look him in the eye. <laughs> yeah, girl, I hear, I feel you, I feel <laughs> you, because he's like, "What?" She goes, or she says. Why? Because I'm just a poor tomboy or because Dawson gave them to me? Oh, my God. And like, I, I just want to say, I feel like the next part, I cannot properly describe the softness and kindness 
of Pacey's voice in this scene. I know. He's like whispering it, but so it's like in it's your like ear, like gruff. he's saying it to you. Yeah, I mean, it is It is truly something. And he's like, neither. And he like grabs her wrist like really softly. Yeah. And he's like, you see this? This is right. This right here is you. And it's Simple, a bracelet. Yeah. Elegant. <laughs> Beautiful. And she's like, it's my mom's bracelet. And, like, that line is crushing in the best way. I know. The fact that she says that, like, that's my mom's bracelet is, like, I mean, it really, like, stomped on me. Um, I, I mean, I'm having, like, a rough week this week. It's the one-year anniversary of when my dad died this week. So um, I'm having a rough one. This did not help. Oh, my God. <laughs> this did not help me. <laughs> and he's, like, she's, like, it's my mom's bracelet. And he's, mm. like, I know. And she finally looks at him. Yeah. She's like, how do you know that? Yeah. And he just says, you told me. And he's like, six, six months ago, you were wearing that blue sweater, which, oh, my God, Swoony remembers what sweater she was wearing. You remember her outfit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the one with the snowflakes. Oh, my God. He remembered her outfit. That's like my Achilles heel. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And he's like, we were walking down the hallway and I was annoying you as per usual. And you said, look, Pacey, I just found my mother's bracelet this morning. So why don't you cut me some slack? And she looks up at him and she says, you remember that? (laughs) Oh, my God. And then he just leans in um, and whispers in her ear. I remember everything. I remember everything. Oh my God! I mean, so I, I, ke- I keep telling you that these are certain scenes are one of the best scenes of the episode. I mean, quite obviously, this is the best scene of the episode by far and away. I mean, we named our book after this. Like, so this is I one of the to, best. I wanted to make a note. Series. I wanted to make a note that my boss many many moons ago um, asked Aaron and I to put together a Dawson's Creek quote book. Mm -hmm. Um, which is where the idea for our book came from. And um, when I said to Aaron, hey, like, you know, my boss is thinking like maybe we should put together a quote book. um, We were kind of like, well, what should we call it? And Aaron just without fucking hesitation was like, I remember everything. (laughs) I know. You're like, well, what about this? What about that? I was like, no, I have a few things. Are you kidding? (laughs) Absolutely not. There's no question. And uh, look, I I can admit when I'm wrong. Aaron, Aaron was 100% right. Obviously, this book could not be called anything other than I Remember Everything. Um, this scene is is just absolutely something else. Um, and they're, like, holding each other. And, like, you just see, like, they're in love. Like These are two people that are, are madly in love with each other. Yeah. Because um, they keep dancing. Like, Joey looks so shook and sad that, like, PC has just said this to her. anything to be able to choose him yeah you know to like and it's sad because you're realizing that like she doesn't think she has free will because mm. then we see dawson see so yeah them. we see andy see them again we see andy see them again dawson looks see- really angry dawson see him and he is 
pissed. Right. A- and he sees them and looks sad. Like she yeah. a- and so I think that's where we that's where we really see the differences, right? Between like mm-hmm. these two exes. And they're like, these are major exes, right? Like, yes. Yes. like these are your big exes. And I get that. And I get that, that it can be so hard when you move on with people and like when you yeah. have to watch someone that you love or loved at one point move on with someone else. That's a hard thing. And like it is. But what we see is we see this difference. We see Dawson is just fucking enraged. Yeah. And Andy is just like, she's sad for herself. But I think she's also kind of sad for them. Yeah, because they can't be together. Yeah. You know, and she wants Pacey to be happy. Like, Mm. that's what she wants, you know, because Joey puts her head on Pacey's shoulder. Yeah. And like, she just is like really drinking him in yeah they're and feeling some feelings about this she <laughs> opens her eyes really slowly mm-hmm. and she looks up mm-hmm. and makes eye contact with dawson and her whole body goes numb stops i mean she stops and pacey immediately pacey feels it like feels he it he feels it she feels her stop like he and feels he, her body that's what makes him open her eyes his eyes, yeah. His eyes. He opens his eyes. And she and just looks at him devastated. Like, yes. She looks at him like I like devastated that like she can't do this. Like she's gonna have to stop dancing with him right now. Yeah. And she, she we, pulls away and she, oh my god, and he just knows what's happening. Yeah. And we cut to her fucking running after Dawson. Yeah, we cut immediately to her running after Dawson and she like grabs. Oh my God, I'm so mad at her. I know, girl, I know. Because she like grabs his arm to talk to Dawson. Dawson, Dawson. And he spins around and he starts yelling, screaming. How can you do that to me? Yeah. Are you trying to hurt me? And Joey is like, no, like I'm setting an example and I'm trying to get back things back to the way they were. And Dawson is just screaming at yeah. her. You can't go back. And you're like, whoa. He's like, you can't climb through my window and pop in E.T. and have it be the same. You can't dance with him at the prom I organized and expect me not to be hurt. And like, this is where I want to highlight Aaron's point that she's been making over and over again about like Dawson's anger. It is like so much easier for me to have sympathy for dawson when he is not only angry like in this yeah. thing like my because thing is it's like, true i think if you say to someone like look you can't just come into my window with et and expect everything to go back like absolutely like if you say that like that is true <laughs> like she what did 100%. she fucking expect like she she's wild she's fucking 100%. wild like you can't do that you cannot do that what did she expect was gonna happen like yeah. you know but the way he leans into anger and yelling, it's kind of like, like I said, just for me personally, I don't, I think that's the easy route. And so like, I just don't really care for people to take easy routes like that. You know, mm. I also just wouldn't feel safe around someone who would lean into anger because like that can escalate into violence. Absolutely. So for me, I think that like we are, vi- humans are fucking violent ass, sketchy people. Why is Jack scared? Like, you know? Yeah. So if someone isn't practicing leaning into a different emotion, like from a young age, because it's a lifelong journey. I don't feel safe around that person. 
And that's the thing, right? Is that like Dawson's anger and the fact that we only see, like, I think we can extrapolate that he's hurt and thus is lashing out in anger. Yeah. But like, we don't see any of the hurt. We mm-hmm. only see the anger. And like, yeah, because we, in the last episode, we saw Pacey yelling and fucking angry. And like, we've seen him throw punches. Like, he's a violent person, you mm. know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, like I said, I, I, we're fucking humans. We're violent, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like this, it's like a practice every day where you have to wake up trying not to be angry, trying not to lean into violence. Yeah. And like, and that's my thing is like, you know, he's mad that he's not getting exactly what he wants exactly when he wants it. And that's a little bit hard for me to stomach, you know, that like that this is where this anger is really coming from. And Joey's like, you said tonight was about you and me and our friendship. And if that was the case, it wouldn't matter who I danced with. And then Dawson like, oh, you took me at my word. You took me at my word. You believed me. Yeah. You He's really? like, I said tonight was about moving forward. What did you Even think though that meant? Joey in the last episode said, I just needed a friend. Like Joey literally in the last episode after Dawson almost killed Pacey. Yeah. Like was like, what I don't need right now is a romantic partner. What I need is a friend. And Dawson was like, okay, I'll be that for you. And then fucking one episode later is like, yeah. obviously I meant romantic. Right. Well, even in the top of this episode, he's like, let's he like he he manipulates her with nostalgia for their friendship, mm. you know, like, well, remember us two little friends, fresh freshman year, 14 years old. And we made this pack like when we were friends, we made this pack. So obviously friends us means like that's what friends us wanted. We were friends, 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 <laughs> you know, and like it. He, he does even as the viewer you're led to believe like you believe that that he's like saying that to her like yeah that that's what she's can like i didn't believe that that's what he really meant but i believed that that's what he was saying to her you know yeah that yeah. he wanted to be work on their friendship you know and like move forward to her means be friends <laughs> well i mean it's like we're back in the same spot we were in the middle of season two where you know joey kept being like i want to be friends and dawson kept wanting to be something more and they kind of like weren't really moving at all you know like it's almost like we're right back there and then dawson says what i would think is maybe the worst thing he does in this whole episode which is quite a doozy um he says that the whole reason he suggested the alternative (laughs) prom wasn't about jack it was about joey yeah he said, I, maybe I tried too hard, but I didn't want to miss the chance to dance with you, to hold you, to make you remember what it was like between us. And I'm like, what a fucking asshole. Your friend, Jack, yeah, being no, discriminated I mean, against. Well, and also the hilarity of like, okay, we've seen them go to two dances before. So the, the season two dance they go to, he erupts in anger and punches Jack. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the season one episode that they go to a dance... Joey's like in love with him and he nearly tries to fight Cliff for Jen, you know? Yeah. So like they actually like that doesn't mean that's all the dances they've been to. But what we've seen is like every time they've gone to a dance together has not gone well. No, no. Dancing on this show, dances on this show. I mean, not to no spoilers, but almost never go well. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, they're not good. So not good. it's interesting that he's like, I want you to remember what we were. And you're like, I like what? Like, does that mean? Yeah. Like, again, it's like uh, much similar to like, Joey, what do you want to go back to? Dawson, like, what do you want to go back to? Well, and my because, thing like, is at just what like, point when they were together, was it good? No, I, I hear you. And I think that's a great point. But also my thing is like you 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 put together this dance under the guise of like, hey, Jack's my friend and he's being discriminated against for being gay. And so I'm going to put this together. And really what you were doing is like, oh, I just want to dance. I just want to f- stick it to Pacey and dance with Joey. And thus, I'm going to put this together. Like, fuck well, I don't want to say that he wanted to stick it to Pacey because I don't think that that's true. But he did orchestrate this whole he directed and wrote the script for this whole thing where he's like, then this is going to happen. I'm going to give her diamond earrings and then this right. and then this. And right. then she's going to love she's going to pick me and she's going to love me because like that's how it works in Spielberg movies, I guess. You know, right. and, and who cares that Jack is like the person who is actually the yeah, literally, most like, affected am this. I going to use anyone to get what I want? Like yeah. my quote friend that had right. like real homophobic trauma against him, you know, or like, yeah, you, you know, it's like, okay. I know, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying is it's like, you know, like Joey and Jen or not Joey and Jen, Joey and Andy were like being such allies to Jack and being so much like, oh my God, we're here to fight for you. Like mm-hmm. whatever. And look, like, uh, no, because I think this is another mark for Joey of like, oh, this person I thought Dawson was where he's a, quote, good guy that would stand up for Jack. He wasn't. He was doing that in his director hat to manipulate this situation so that I would choose him. That's what right. she fucking says to him. Right. And then my thing is, like, I don't know how you get past that. You know, I feel and like she, I'm a fucking broken like, record that every episode oh, so, I say that. But oh, so you thought I would choose you. I would pick you over Pacey. Mm-hmm. And Dawson does call her out. And I'm glad that, like... <laughs> we're here now because she he's like you have to choose like I already told you I don't want to be friends with you yeah I mean I I hear you I I don't think she has to choose between the two of them I think she needs she has to to she does have to choose because what she wants from him he he has hasn't put on the table so it's yeah. unfair of her to demand to be friends with someone who hasn't put friendship on the table. And that, that I agree like with. She's making, she's trying to make a choice that actually doesn't exist. Right. Right. Like again, even them all going back to be friends. When, when was that? What are you trying to go back to? What are you no, fucking totally. talking about? Totally. And, but also he's like, you know, uh, my thing is like, okay, you think that this is the thing that's going to get her to pick you. Like that's whatever. He says, like, I wanted to remind you of what you'd be missing if you didn't pick me. Like, you'd be missing a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> really? I, that's not that's how what I'm, I was like. I'm not witnessing she, that. That's what I said. I was like, what exactly is he? she missing? Diamond earrings at a restaurant? I, I Yeah. I mean, I'm not seeing that she's missing all that much. And he goes up to her, even though this was supposed to be a friend's evening. Mm-hmm. And he kisses her. And she lets him. I know. She does. I mean, like, I don't know, man. I, okay. Well, I think Joey is so complicated. Like, because, like, does she let him or does she just know that he's going to do it? And so she doesn't fight him back. She doesn't fight I, back on it. I think... Yeah, I agree. I mean, the reality (laughs) is that, like, she wanted to be with him for most of this season. I agree. 
and she wanted to get back with him. So like her journey is very similar to the journey Andy's on this whole season as well of like liking someone that doesn't want to be with you. Mm. But then, then she, but then she moves on. Exactly. Then so she, mo- she, unlike it, Andy. Yeah, 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 exactly. So at the moment when she started to move on, then the person that you used to like likes you back. And that's a really complicated place to be in because sure. you're like the devil I know versus the devil I don't sure, know, sure, you know, sure. and like you just would feel complicated about that. And then like to have this person that you've been pining over for nine months kiss you. Sure. What, to be you're like your mind's playing tricks on you because your mind's like, no, no, but you wanted this for like the past nine months, <laughs> even though like the past month you haven't really wanted it. But like. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I hear you. I hear you. It's been two months that she hasn't really wanted it, but I, but I'm hearing you. Okay. And she, he, he kisses then her. Then he kisses her and she's like, she and he's, he says that's and how the night was supposed to he end. He doesn't say it. He like, yeah, he's still yelling. <laughs> that's how the night was supposed to end. And you're like, whoa. I'm like, Joey, you don't need this shit, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you more than that. You do not need this. I know it's really sad because like, like again, I'm like, is James Turner being a bad actor or not? I don't know. But I'm like, it just, it doesn't feel like a romantic kiss, you know? Like no. Pacey literally just tucked her hair behind her ears. And, and I like, dead. I'm on the fucking ground. off my chair. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I do know James Vanderbeek, you know, or sorry, uh, Dawson kisses her and you're like, mm. like, yeah, you're even like, if you Meh. just watch that part without the yelling, you're like, mm. like, yeah. I, like a one finger behind her ear and you're like, I just like, I can't yeah, even see straight. I can't even, <laughs> can't, <laughs> I can't even see straight. <laughs> oh God. So <laughs> agreed. I mean, agreed. You're not wrong. So we go to Gramps's house and Henry has like brought Jen home, but Jen's still yeah. fucking pissed. And, and, and- She's like, I can take it from here. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, "What's the most you've said to me all night?" Right. And he asks her like, why she's made such a big deal about there being no possibility of them having sex if she was planning to do it. Which I, uh, there's a part of me that's like, eh, I, like, no, fair. I totally agree. He's like, "Why are you being so fucking confusing? What's yeah, happening?" Yeah. And it's like because he doesn't like it. This is it. Like reinforces why he didn't tell her about football camp because he just doesn't fucking get it. Which like to me means he doesn't get her. So like right. you know, but. Yeah. And he's like, I just don't get why this shit matters. Like I, you're being insecure. Like you just like blow up at me at the first sign of insecurity. Well, like he says, you know, I, you get extreme about the future of our relationship at the first sign of one of your insecurities. And like uh, my note personally is like, I don't really know how to feel about this. Cause like, I kind of don't understand it. Like, I think Jen's overreacting about football camp. Like I, I do think she's overreacting a little bit. These two people are in high school. Like, Well, I don't actually, because okay. what she says, I completely agree with her. Okay. But I don't think she made that clear because she made it about sex. So that's okay. why what he's saying is like, what the fuck? Like you get insecure about the idea of us like having sex or you're really confusing about us having sex. And then yeah. like you get easily like, you easily pop off at me and I don't understand why this is happening. Like what the fuck, you know, right. like I thought we agreed we weren't going to have sex. And now all of a sudden you're mad at me because like you were planning on having maybe sex with me and like, we're not going to, you know? And so she finally starts to explain to him like, 
I planned a whole summer for us and you didn't even consider me. You didn't even want to include me in your life Mm. for eight weeks. And he's like, going to football camp had nothing to do with you. And she's like, that's the point is like, I want you to consider me in your life when you make a choice. Yeah. Because like the reality is like, of course he can go to football camp for the summer. I don't think he needs to be like, oh, I shouldn't go to football camp because I have a girlfriend. But like he didn't like, it's not like he just signed up that day. Like, so, so I guess, I guess you and I are kind of like maybe revolving around the same thing, which is that like, my thing is like, these two people are in high school. It's not like they're married with two children that are like, that are like, you know, Oh, Hey, when you make big decisions about something you're going to be doing for eight weeks, like we have to have a fucking conversation about it. Right. Like if it, if you're you're doing that as someone who's in their 30s, like, yeah, of course you do. If you're doing that as someone who's in high school, there's a part of me that's like, I don't think his decision to go to football camp has anything to do with Jen. I think the problem is how he told her about football camp, right? And the fact that he, like, didn't tell her until the prom. Like, I mean, don't tell your fucking girlfriend that in the well, middle of the Well, he didn't even tell her he was considering it, that he was applying, that yeah. he got in, that what the dates were, where it was he didn't tell her anything like he right. keeps so much of his life away from her. He didn't even tell her about his birthday party. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so yeah. it's like, he's really like, and it's like, it's not like he's like, Oh, it's for a weekend and like, whatever. This is like an eight week long, like three States away event thing where it's like, that's literally your whole summer. Like, you know, it doesn't make any sense that he wouldn't be like, like talking about it with her. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I definitely get that. I guess my thing was more like, you know, when you're in high school, don't you just do things? And then you're like, Oh shit, maybe I should tell someone. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I just think like, I didn't go to summer camp in high school, but like when I did go to summer camp, like you would talk about it with your friends before. Right. No, totally. I mean, I, I, I hear you on that. And I didn't go to summer camp in high school, although there was the first, my freshman and the summer between my freshman and sophomore year, I did a, a really long road trip that I was gone for a lot of the summer mm-hmm. um, with my aunt and my cousin. Uh, yeah. Like you knew when I also your wasn't friends dating like anyone, so. on, but you knew when your friends were on vacation, like, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you know what your friends are doing over the summer and you don't know, like two days before, like you wouldn't, your friends no, would be like, yeah, Oh, I mean, I'm going to visit my grandma or I'm going to like Costa yeah. Rica or whatever, you know, like yeah. you would know that stuff like in advance. So yeah, it, totally. And and I get that like uh, I mean honestly like the prom is not the place to drop that. Like you should talk about it tomorrow. Don't talk about it today. <laughs> yeah, it's super weird. So I get that, but like yeah, it's it is weird. And um, he's just like I'm not going to fight with you anymore. Like I'm not there's going to be no grand gestures. Like I don't want to do this with you anymore. Like I mean, he says basically he's not going to stalk her this time. Yeah, it's just like He's like, if you close that door, like, that's it. We're over. Yeah, I won't. I won't be stalking you again, Jen. Yeah. (laughs) To to that, I say. And she just says goodbye and closes the door. And I just like, I think she's fucking right. Like, you know, like, she just wants to be included in his life. She wants him to be authentically himself and include her in his life. And he just refuses to do that. He's just never once done that. Like, yeah, the the only time he hasn't outright sucked is at the beginning of this episode. And now we learn that he is 
hidden yeah. stuff from her or not talk to her about it. I mean, I it. know it's a show, but we've never even seen her hang out with his friends. When it's well, something and he's that, not really a part of their friends. Like, yeah. like they're super it's like something that like he's going to do with his friends, like his birthday party. He doesn't include her. Like he doesn't want her to be in her yeah. life in the way in which she wants to be in a boyfriend's life. Right. You know? Totally. So we go to then to the train station where Jack catches up with Ethan and like Jack really actually apologizes for how he acted. Yeah. Like the McPhees, they want to be the people they want to be and they'll apologize if they're not in correct course. Correct. It's really awesome. Yeah. And Ethan then apologizes back and is like, you know, yeah. you weren't ready for this. Like, yeah, and like, I, I, I'm like sorry I made I a miscalculation. Like you yeah. definitely weren't ready and I'm, I'm really sorry. And Jack is just like, I think, the reality is like it's fucking hard because like i don't know what we are right and so like maybe we should define it before we decide if i was ready for this or not like because like i don't know what i was supposed to be ready for right because he's like you know i don't think i was uncomfortable bringing a guy to prom i think i was uncomfortable taking someone who doesn't feel the same way about me that i do about him yeah. And Ethan then is like, you know, well, I really Ethan, like, like you. does make space for him. He puts his bag down. He's like, Jack, I really like you. Yeah. And Jack's like, well, then, like, why all these hurdles? Uh, why all these hurdles? Like, all like, you have to do is lean over and kiss me. And Jack's like, and like, Ethan's like, I don't want to kiss someone who's not ready. And I fucking love this. I know. I just think, <laughs> like, I, I completely agree. It It's hard because, like, it does get a little fucked up right after this, but mm-hmm. um, I think it's so true that it's like, I don't want to kiss you if you're not ready. Like I do think Pacey's a little fucked up for kissing Joey, like out of mm. the blue. Like, I you agree. know, I, I don't, disagree especially since like we see later, like Andy being like, I don't know. I, maybe I like, Will. I don't know. Can we talk about this? You know, like mm-hmm. I just think that there's a way you can talk to people about things. Like I don't, I hate the like Dawson and Joey, like let's talk about everything to our blue in the face. But like this situation with, Joey and Pacey deserved a conversation before it was like thrust on her. That's why yeah. she's fucking mad at him. Like, I hate you for doing this to me. Like what we could have had, it could have been a different way, you know? Sure. And so she, and she wasn't ready and like, she still isn't ready. You know, she yeah. kept saying that. So I do think this is something huge <laughs> and Ethan's right to be like, I don't want to kiss you if you're not ready. Like, I don't yeah. like, I don't want to do that. You know? Yeah. And I mean, the first time you kiss someone of the same gender, like that's, it's not a small thing. Yeah. I mean, Do you know, totally. And Ethan's like, you know, you're going to have to kiss Especially me since first. We know that Jack has like, they, whatever their friendship, we don't see a lot of it, but like, Jack has explained a lot to Ethan about like his journey. Ethan's explained about his journey and like, you know, they, they've talked about their experiences and their own insecurities about, you know, internalized homophobia and then about the society they live in well and i also think like as people who are the same age of these characters like i understand that like the the generations that have come after us are so much more open and so much more um i don't know just so much so much more open there i mean which i think is fucking great i'm so glad for them (laughs) but like well i mean like we always say like oh well we had ricky but ricky only says he's gay in the very last episode you know my so-called life yeah my so-called life and like there were no other teen characters characters. that were gay and even like so even though that was in like what 95 or 94 yeah you had willow at at some point very end of the season do they say it? it's not like a whole journey right you know multi-season and everything too this is fucking 2000 
This right. is the only so like, character we have. So it's like this, and I I can't remember exactly when Willow and Tara get together in Buffy, but like it's around this time, maybe a year later or something. But like, so we have Jack, and then we have Willow and Tara, and like that's about it. Like, you know, and my thing is like, and it was there I, I feel like it's hard to explain the like just the like, you know, we often talk about how patriarchy is like the water around you. You know, and and in a certain way, like homophobia is the water around you. Like, yeah, definitely. like getting over that and being able to be like, oh, I'm going to kiss another person, you know, of the same, of, uh, you know, someone who, you know, is the same gender as I am. And like, I'm going to kiss them. Like, there's a lot that you had to overcome to do that. Totally. Back back in this time. And like, not that there's not still a lot to overcome. I absolutely think that there is. Not that, you know, it's just not like still hard. So, I think, you know, uh, it's just I don't that know. The, the water around you is different than well, the water that was around have, us. We have like gay marriage. Like we had like, don't ask, don't tell this time. You know, we had like, I mean, in California, we had like Prop 22 when we were like in sixth grade, you know, mm. so like in the 95, like where it's like, it's like these constant barriers to like, you know, with being gay openly yeah 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 it it was a different time Mm -hmm. and jack's like you know um jack stands up we the only representation that we had of even coming out was this really horrific story like you know i mean which is really a disservice to be honest but yeah sure and jack like stands up and comes toward ethan and is like maybe i am ready like for you and Ethan's like, okay, well, we're all alone at this train station. Yeah. No one that you meta. know is around. And then, yeah, really meta. Okay, let me see if I can find. <laughs> no, that doesn't ring as much as I wanted it to. <laughs> there we go. Um, Ethan's like, no lights, no camera, no network television to cut to commercial. And he's like, it's just you and me. So kiss me. I dare you. And then Jack is so nervous and is crying yeah and ethan just walks away i don't know man i kind of hate this part i mean like i don't i think that they take this really interesting moment and then they make it really fucked up to be honest because it's like this real challenge of like ethan being like okay then kiss me are you ready yeah and it's like like jack says to him like why couldn't you lean over and kiss me and then ethan's like because you weren't ready yeah and jack says i am ready yeah so what ethan really meant was like well you need to kiss me first i want to see you make all of these risks and like he already did that with the prom so it's like he's it's he's the requests he has of jack are fucked up you know it's like jack needs to do everything he even lied like i don't know if you're ready and jack's like i am ready yeah. So we go then to Andy and Pacey who are like walking by the waterfront and Pacey is telling Andy that like he honestly believed that when he came to invite her to the prom, it was because he wanted to go to the prom with her. And like he really wishes that were true. But as soon as they got to the prom and then Andy cuts him off and is like, you know, you realize that it's because she was there, like Joey was there. Yeah. And so like seeing these exes create a space to openly talk about their feelings yeah. and their, like how they feel about each other and like about like the mistakes that they're making to each other it's such a it's contrast this new relationship that 
it has evolved, you know, like Casey was like, Oh shit. I realized I took you to this prom under circumstances that were less than honest, but I didn't know that at the time. And I want to know, let you know that like, I know that now. And I'm so sorry. And I'm sorry. And that like, it doesn't make it less fucked up or it does make it less fucked up, but like, it doesn't make it not fucked up Right. that these circumstances were like less than true when yeah. I invited you. Yeah. And I want to make sure that you're okay about that. Or I just want you to know what was going on, you know, versus Absolutely. Dawson being like, <laughs> wait, you thought I was telling you. you the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How could you think that about me? How yeah. could you hurt me? Even though like you thought you, you believe me, you took me at face <laughs> word. Yeah you know and Andy like is so soft and nice with him and is just like I'm sorry that this didn't work out for you but like at least you got to dance with her I know so sweet like trying to just be like I want you to be happy even though like it does really hurt me well because and she's heartbroken and like because this is my thing for him like that's the thing is like yes she's I love that she is heartbroken I'm going to reiterate it she's heartbroken for herself and she's heartbroken for Pacey. Yeah. And so that's like why I also have a problem with Dawson is that like it's myopic. Yeah. He can't have these like complicated feelings. Right. He only feels bad. Like he's only the only thing he knows is that he feels shitty. Yeah. How could you do this to me? And right. It's like, well, and doesn't and does not account for the fact already, that like, Joey feels about, so shitty. He already spun about being like no one cares what this is doing to me. Yeah. And Pacey's like, you know, well, tell me what I can do with it to to make this up to you, Andy. Like, I'll do whatever it takes. And Andy, just like fucking wise beyond her years, is like really honest too. She's just like, I mean, what I want, like you can't give me. Like, I I would love to be with you, and like that's not an option. Yeah, and she's like, you know, I'm not mad. I just feel bad for you. Yeah, and I think that's totally true. Oh, I think so too. And then he, they keep walking and he tells her like, do do you know what I'm going to do this summer? And he tells her, I'm going to sail the true love to Key West, just me and the sea. And he says, how's that for Hemingway esque? And (laughs) I just want to say, Pacey, you are so much better than every single man that appears in a Hemingway novel. And she's like, when are you leaving? And he's like, right after finals. Andy is such a good friend to him. Yeah. And she's like, you have to tell her how you feel. Yeah. And Pacey's like, she already knows. Yeah. And she's like, does she really know? Have you outright told her? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Andy's like, you cannot leave without letting her know this. Yeah. And she's, and she knowing Pacey as well as she does. And she's like, that's not like you. Yeah. Like you it's just not don't like you to tell, not tell someone how you feel. Yeah. And, and if you don't, you're going to regret it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. She's just like, look, Pacey, like you got to do this. And like, that's the thing, right? Is that like, I think actually what makes Dawson's behavior even worse. Like, I know. It's bad enough. <laughs> but like what makes it even worse is how wonderfully Andy responds is you're like, yeah. yes, see Dawson. People actually can respond like not absolute monsters to this shit. Totally. And have like a really complicated feelings and also like share those complicated feelings with the other person, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like, like, like if he had said to Joey, like, were you trying to hurt me? Like, I don't understand what's happening here. Like, were you trying to do this? You know, 
are you trying to hurt me? It's like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, like, you know, totally. Totally. And, and so the next morning or the next day we see Joey go up to Dawson in his yard and she like brings the earrings back. Yeah. So we have this great honest <sighs> scene between exes and then we go to these other exes and Joey where says, we have a less than honest scene. I, okay. I will say, I love what Joey says to Dawson, what she says, you know, when you kissed me last night, I felt something and it's something that I wasn't expecting, but will always probably be there. And I think that is such a like wise thing to realize. No, I think she opens it being honest. Yeah. And she just was like, look, we have a connection. It's never going to go away. It'll always be there. Yeah. There is always going to be a part of me that loves you and that feels something for you. Right. And she says, then she, she devolves quickly. Yeah. <laughs> she's like i can't keep hurting people and i can't choose so i'm telling you the same thing i told pacey don't make me i'm not ready and i can't do it and he just calls her bluff and he's like okay and her face is shook she did not expect no i know she's shocked that he's not like gaslighting her about this yeah yeah and he's like i'll wait he's like call me optimistic but I just think that I'm going to take your virginity. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, this whole year I've been on this soul searching journey and I finally come to the end. And what I found was you. And like, fuck, oh, my honestly, God, fuck this noise, what? like, fuck it so hard. I hate it so much. And he's like, first, uh, like my thing, my thing. So first of all, your soul searching coming to the end at age 17 means you're a shitty person. <laughs> Like, I mean, honestly. I don't know. That part is just like, whatever. I think we all say stupid shit like that. But I, it's just hard because I think that like in the, you know, Cinderella story or, or sorry, Neverland, mm. he says to Pacey, like, I'm on this soul searching journey. And then I realize that like my friends bring me such value to my life. Right. And like, then there's like these people offering him friendship like Joey and, you know, and, Pacey, uh, yeah. and he's just like, eh, fuck you. Fuck you. That, that no, that wasn't really what was bringing joy to my life, you know? Right. And even the way he goes after Andy, like, you know, of being like, you only want to, f- you only want people you can screw or save. Like, it's like, Jesus. fuck you. Do not yeah. say that. You've already said the most hideous things about her. Like, you know, and yeah. you're still doubling down on that, you know? So it's like, he's so grateful for his friendships, but like he, then he doesn't want to foster those friendships. I mean, I agree with you completely. And then he's like, but my thing too, is that like, not only is this like his soul searching thing, (sighs) not my favorite, but he's also like, but my thing is also like, you only started wanting Joey again when there was like a threat. No, exactly. It's like (laughs) your desire for Joey is always awoken through jealousy of Pacey. It is full stop. That's it. Yeah. So we get, he was like, you, I'm, he's like, I'm starting to wonder why we're not together. And like, he wants to have this conversation yeah. with her about it. And, and, you know, aunt Gwen's house. Yeah. And then like, you know, and they like are kind of like circling around talking about it. And then he only is like, I still love you when he's like competing on a boat for Joey. You no, know, I know. I do know. I do know. It's I do like, know. It's what fucked. The fuck, man? It's fucked. Um, so we get this Chantal Kraviazic cue of the song, little things. And we see Gail running across the lawn, <laughs> yelling for Mitch. Mitch, Mitch, she, she, goes, she goes in the house and she like grabs him. Look, Mitch is in carpenter jeans. 
Um, and she gets down on one knee and gives him a speech about how she was afraid of like making the same mistakes twice, but she's not going to let that fear stop them now. And so if their fate is to make the same mistakes again, she hopes they make them as well as they did the first time. And then they have this exchange where she looks at Mitch and she's like, is that a yes? Well, Dawson and Joey walk in. Yeah. Dawson and Joey walk in and see parts of this. Yeah. And she's like, is that a yes? And Mitch like, Mitch is like, you didn't ask me a question. (laughs) And Gail's like, you know, the question. (laughs) And Mitch goes, you know, the answer. And I, I, uh, there's a part of me that likes that. I, I like it. Cute. I love this groovy relationship that they have when they like lean into this, like, <laughs> like, um, you know, Gail proposes like Gail's yeah. like girl power, you know, yeah. like and Gail's like the bread maker. And she's like, no, this is my restaurant. You work for me. Like, yeah. I, I love this example that like we see on this show of like the married couple. Yeah. I like that. I, it's hard because what it represents to Dawson is like, you know, Mitch is like, oh, well, you know, we've known each other for so long. There's so many things she doesn't have to say. Right. And so Dawson always internalizes that. And it's like, oh, I can infer what Joey wants. But like he always infers what Joey wants. Incorrectly. Is what he he wants, you know. And so it's like for in terms of Dawson and what he sees and what he learns from these experiences with his parents, it's actually really unhealthy. Yeah. You know, and then even the like, you know, just like the reality of your parents getting remarried is like, does that happen? I mean, yeah, but I mean, of course it does. Like, you know, but I mean, it's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, you know, it's just not that common. Not that common. It's it's definitely not the like, you know, like what what you think 10% of divorces (laughs) that happens. I, I don't I even think don't, I honestly don't want to venture a guess even it's, it's you know so knows? it's like yeah. interesting but yeah, yeah so Joey sees this and she looks at Dawson yeah and what do you think she's thinking I think she's happy for her friend like I think she's not thinking about them at all I think she's happy for her friend that this has like kind of happened for him it's a thing that he seems to have wanted for so long and I think she's happy for him hmm what do you think she's thinking? Yeah, I, I just think she feels so complicated right now. Mm. And um, she was so surprised that he's like, okay, you're not going to choose because I know eventually you're going to choose me. <laughs> yeah. And then like seeing this couple get back together, mm. it feels complicated for her. I think that's, I think that's totally, uh, you know, that's not what I read, but I think that that seems like it definitely could be <laughs> what she's thinking. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So who are you rooting for? I mean, I'm definitely rooting for Pacey and Joey. Um, yeah. I I mean, obviously I'm rooting for. It's so hard to watch how Joey treats Pacey. I, I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you on that front. But also she's so in love with him. It is so like clear that she's so in love with him that you, I just, I think that that makes it harder because like, yeah, when they're dancing on the dance floor, like Andy sees it. It's the first time she sees it. Mm. And I also think it's the first time Dawson sees it. I agree with you. Yeah. And, uh, they've only, uh, anyone's only ever seen them fight. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, At the very end of, you know, and so, 
yeah. So everyone kind of like sees it just like how in love they are. Mm-hmm. And like, Joey's still so mean to him. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I agree. It's hard. It's hard, but also you want them, they want each other and you want them to be able to have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm rooting for Jack and Joey and their friendship. I fucking love that scene. I love it so much. Yeah. I love Andy and I'm rooting for her. I mean, I think she's just such a, she's so selfless in this episode. Mm-hmm. But while like not being like Joey, like, she's not a martyr. About my life. Yeah. She still is like advocating for herself and her feelings. Like, I don't want you to pity ask me, but yes, I want to go to prom with well, you. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, I think Joey's such a martyr about it. Like she's like, Oh, I'm going to sacrifice my own. What can I do? Yeah. Yeah. And Andy's like, no, I mean, like, I like you and I want to go to the prom with you, but also I'm not like willing to put myself in this situation where whatever, I get a pity ask. And I think that's really, I like that distinction. I think that is a really important distinction to me making. Um, you know, I, I, I'm all, and I just think that like, if you're going to pursue a relationship with an ex, which like for me personally, I is possible for me. Yeah. You just have to be honest, but like in a calm, soft, nice way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm always rooting for Jen, although I think she acts a bit of a mess in this episode. She's a lot. <laughs> but I also think like, like I, I've said many times, like her trauma and the fact that she has so much of it makes me a little bit more sympathetic to her, even when she does act a mess where mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I see where this is coming from kind of thing. But, but yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, Mitch and Gail. I'm happy for them. Great. Yeah. Good job. Dawson's so I'm definitely up. not rooting for Dawson. Fuck him. He's, <sighs> I think the last episode is the episode where Dawson is the most horrible. Uh-huh. He is truly horrible in the previous episode. I mean, whatever you heard us fucking scream about it for like almost three hours. Um, but like, he's bad. He's, you know, this whole, the end of this whole season, he's terrible. I he know. doesn't have almost any redeeming moments. I if know. Any. Yeah. I don't think he has any. Yeah. Yeah it's really hard. And like, I still maintain, like, I think they just were worried that the viewer wouldn't buy it. I agree. I agree that they were worried about that. I think that, um, I I understand it to an extent. And then also I think it makes everything so much more interesting when those are two great options. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And like, you know, Joey's honest. So like, I, will always love you. I'll always feel something when you kiss me. But like, (laughs) yeah, I I don't know. Like, (laughs) what do you want from me? Like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's really hard. It's because I just think that like, I guess just as a woman, Mm. like I understand what she's saying, but I don't think Dawson understood it. I agree with you. You know, Mm -hmm. I think he's like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, so you, you are mine. (laughs) <laughs> your virginity is mine you're gonna circle back to me it's that possessiveness yeah it's that i mean and he you're is like, so he is so clinging on to that possessiveness yeah and it's like you were like you were her first love like andy said so of course you're she's always gonna feel something sure 
Like, you know, like it just like there's always going to be something where like. Well, it's like how long ago did you and I have our first loves? And do you think if you put us back there and we kiss that person, like I'm sure there are still feelings there somewhere. Oh, my God. And it's so I mean, long ago. My first love recently added me on LinkedIn and messaged me. And I was like, my heart was like, oh, my God. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Well, just like you didn't tell it was me a, this off mic, Karen. Just drop these. It was like on a me. weird thing because you're like, I haven't thought about yeah. you and or like communicated with you in like 15 ye- years. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And then you're like, you just are like, oh my god, and you remember all these things yeah, sure, sure, and whatever. Sure, sure. Like you know, like I wasn't like, damn, wish I could fuck that guy. No, no, like no. nothing like <laughs> no, that. No, like you're just like. Oh my God. Whoa. Yeah. Like, whoa. This past you life know? that you led. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And you just get like this, like, um, wave of like nostalgia yeah. and rem- remembrance, you know? Yeah. And in this way that like, that's just what happens. I-, I agreed. And I think, and I think there's no way, like if you kissed that person, like there's no way that you would not feel something, but like, Totally. I mean, it's like it would never happen, but like, no, he's married. But I mean, it's like if, if that were to happen, we're like, I don't know, whatever this might kiss me. You'd be like, whoa, OK, I definitely feel something. But like, I would never fuck you again. Right. Never right, gonna right. Happen. No, 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 totally. Totally. And like, that's what but that's what I'm saying is that like it doesn't go away ever. Yeah. Like ever, ever. It doesn't go away. So like and learning that lesson and learning that thing is part of growing up like okay yeah I still have like warm feelings for this person even though the breakup was awful and even though I was miserable for like a certain amount of time and whatever like I still have warm once you get past that breakup it's like I still have warm feelings towards you and like you know it's there it's just because of the the place you take in my life it's there but totally it doesn't mean that we are like, no one's thinking about acting on this. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> like what? That's so fucked up, yeah. you know? And so like, I don't know. I think that that's like what Joey is saying of like, that will always be there right. because like of who you are to me and who you were in my life. But like, I think Joey's that learning is, that lesson. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. Dawson's kind of not learning. Exactly. Because then he even revises what he learned through his like self-actualization journey. <laughs> it's like, oh, I realize that you, it's you, you, what? Like, what does that mean? Like, I just, I don't understand what that even means. I know. I don't think he knows. No, I think he's trying to make this grand gesture of romance. Yeah. But it, it's like, it's unclear. It's like the same as like, you're beautiful. Like the way it used to mean something. <laughs> you're like, okay. Yeah. Versus like the kind of beautiful that gives you butterflies and everyone's like yep so yeah we don't like dawson okay Okay. you all know that (laughs) glad we could clarify so for our listener corner Mm. this is from frankie yeah what is your favorite movie from the gang or your um at least your favorite guilty pleasure like urban legend mm. and t- killing Mrs. Tingle mm. teaching Mrs. Tingle. Sorry. Um, Ooh, I mean, definitely cruel intentions with, with Josh Jackson. Joshua Jackson. Yeah. He's like, I love that. I movie. mean, it's amazing. Although he's so and, small, he's such a small, part but he's, he's so good in it. it. Yeah. He's like unforgettable. Yeah, he is. It. That's true. That's true. Um, um, listen, Katie Holmes in uh thank you for smoking where she's like mm-hmm. fucking, um, 
uh Aaron what's the guy's name the guy from Aaron Sorkin no the guy from Aaron Brockovich oh, sorry. yeah um the main guy Aaron Aaron Eckhart Aaron Eckhart thank you yeah. I mean she's pretty that's so it, I remember like being like oh my god what like it was so unlike <laughs> Joey Potter I really fucking love that one and pieces of April Katie if we're going Katie Holmes pieces of April I mean I've already said it before but I love Katie Holmes and go don't go 818 on me Claire <laughs> it's so funny but i mean if we're being really real michelle williams in i mean fossey verdon fucking blew me away she's so good in fossey verdon yeah she's i mean i it's too sad to watch with frequency but i think she's so good and i actually really like um brokeback mountain that movie's so beautiful so good she's good everyone's good in it the costumes are good Everything about it. Everything about the movie is really good. And her and Blue Valentine, her and Ryan Gosling and Blue Valentine are, I mean, fucking amazing. Really, truly fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit, I don't like scary movies, but I do love the Final Destination franchise. (laughs) So I love Kurt Smith in that. Um, Yeah. I also love Kurt Smith's little cameo in Broken Hearts Club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Where he like like, makes out with Dean Cain or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Who's a Trump supporter. That guy's. I know. Fuck that guy. But (laughs) he played gay and. in broken hearts club um i know i was like what are i mean james i haven't seen rules of attraction in a while but i remember thinking it was good i thought it was a good adaptation of the book yeah and he's good in it yeah i haven't seen it recently so it's like like hard for me to i just remember him and ian summerholder dancing to george michael's faith on that bed in their underwear which is like a fucking great scene yeah, I mean, that movie's really, I, I think that movie's really good. And it, it's, I, I think it's really hard to adapt Brett Easton Ellis novels. Sure. And this one is such a good adaptation. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I mean, Varsity Blues holds like a special place in my heart. Ugh, you're right. You know, yeah. like really, truly. Seriously. Um. Also, James Vanderbeek and Pose. I mean, you know. It, I haven't. Oh, I love Pose. Love it. Love it. But like he plays a real douche nozzle and he's great at it. Um, yeah, I mean, he's so good at that role. Yes, he really is. <laughs> um, and Josh Jackson, like, I mean, Josh Jackson in Little Fires Everywhere is truly stunning. He's so fucking good in that. Oh, good in that. Yeah. It's so funny because Josh Jackson, his like character actor that he does is like the good guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though on this show, he's supposed to be like the bad guy <laughs> on little fires everywhere. Well, I just think everything that Josh Jackson does, he's like the good yeah. guy. Like he's like, just like a solid dude, you know, yeah. no. like even in, um, I'm not going to even remember what that show's called. It was on Showtime. Um, the affair. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's like, like you're like on the fence where you sh- I haven't seen it all. I just saw like the first season. And like, is that guy shitty or not? But he's like kind of good in the episodes I saw. I don't know how it turns out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and he's really good in fringe too. Yeah. Um, but I like, sci- I like sci-fi. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I, there are so many, they, they've done great stuff and, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I mean, you know, uh, I won't see literally everything that any one of them has done. I'm not like that, but like, yeah, 
it'll sometimes it pushes me i'm like eh, draw. Eh, yeah yeah i mean definitely. michelle williams i'll watch anything she does but yeah she's she's so, so talented. good yeah. <laughs> yeah katie holmes has made a lot of bad choices so it's kind of like you've burned me i know and i but i also first feel daughter, like katie holmes, come oh on. My God, first daughter <laughs> that one's a real doozy um but like also i feel like katie holmes like there was a real period where she just like the, the tom cruise years were a real downer well i think that they really wanted katie holmes to be america's sweetheart mm. but she just not as like talented an actress as like a sandra bullock i mean you know, you know how or I like a sandra bullock a reese witherspoon like you know or a julia roberts they're like you know yeah. like unfortunately like the white woman you yeah, know yeah. like um but you know she katie holmes just isn't as talented an actress as they wanted her to be <laughs> yeah although that doesn't mean that i don't love her and stuff so mm-hmm, definitely yeah cool cool well thanks for listening we got the finale next week Ooh, here we go oh my god oh my gosh so we're excited yeah <laughs> i hope you're all staying safe wearing your mask um donate to georgia if you can mm. let's abolish the electoral college black lives matter defund the police um let's say no to garcetti being in the biden cabinet yep fuck that and Rahm Emanuel. Fuck. if you're in chicago fucking fight that shit yeah <sighs> so okay fuck we go we say chant down babylon black people are the bomb yeah we're ready wait hey hey we're ready fuck garcetti <laughs> <laughs> I love it. wait how's it going chant down babylon black people are the bomb we're ready hey we're ready fuck garcetti <laughs> um, uh that's what we say um <laughs> in the, in the, you can that's what we say in the 213 yeah <laughs> you can find us on instagram and twitter um at dawson's critique you can email us dawson's critique at gmail.com you can follow my finsta at aaron.hensley we want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song you can find him on instagram at go freaking crazy you can order our book i remember everything life lessons from dawson's critique um sorry dawson's creek <laughs> <laughs> wherever you both yes yeah, both. both wherever you get your books um let's shout out this week um prairie lights bookstore in iowa city iowa uh, a uh, great one. great bookstore. bookstore yep totally yeah. uh please like us subscribe write a review wherever it is you get your podcast we would like to thank those of you who have done it we we it helps us immensely and we so appreciate it and sometimes we go there to make ourselves feel better about life um and it's very nice uh <laughs> you can find me on instagram or twitter at pesty 1079 we would like to thank as always andrew bush who someday we will get to see again and we cannot wait for that day to come uh, Rarebird books can be found online at rarebirdlit.com or on social media at rarebirdlit. This has been a Rarebird production. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over.